strike. BYU baseball hits back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Loop Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Welcome to Joe Etzel Field here on the campus of University of Portland. Brent Norton, Tuck and Slade again. Uh, Tuck, rubber game of the series tonight, uh, or this afternoon. Cougars won last night to even up the series one game apiece. So, again, you don't want to call it a must win, but it's about as close as it comes. Cougars really need this one. Yeah, you came in here needing to win the series. You put yourself in position after last night's win to do that. And... Uh, Got a great chance today to come out and uh, on an actual sunny day right now and uh, get a right now to, to right win, now. yeah, to win the series. It'd be awesome. All right, we're gonna have a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood a few moments ago. Uh, let's uh, get his thoughts on today's big game. We're here with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood uh, before the third game of this series of Portland. Coach, boy, gutty win last night, six to two. Scored three there in the the ninth, kind of put it away, and um, great win for you, one you really needed. Yeah, it seems like every win or every game right now is a must win for us. But uh, last night was a much better offensive approach, one through nine, than it was uh, Thursday night when we punched out 15 times. Uh, yesterday, I think we just did a great job of, of leaving that change up and curveball down in the zone and, uh, you know, getting pitches we could hit. So, yeah, good, good effort. And uh, pitching staff has done a great job the last couple of days. So hopefully we're starting to put things together. Much like uh, Jordan Wood game one, Hayden – Rogers just kind of gutted it up there for you. Five plus innings got the win, and uh, bullpen came in and did a good job. And well, I'll tell you, the pitching in this uh, series has been good as we've seen the last couple of series. It really, yeah, the guys are stepping up. Blake Inouye came in and, and gave us a great two and two thirds yesterday, and then uh, Drew Zimmerman shut the door. Um, would have liked to hold Drew off after we scored all those runs in the ninth to go up six two, but um, you know he was already warm and thought it was just the right thing to do to bring him in, but. Uh, yeah, you know, we played good defense last night with the, with the exception of a, a drop pop-up, which which kind of came back to haunt us just yeah. a little bit. But, man, the wind was swirling down here. You, you can't feel it on the field, but when it gets up, it's it's. you saw Brennan Anderson run to right field and then run back <laughs> in between the, the foul line. Got like two 50-yard 50, 50 sprints in before he caught that ball. But, um, yeah, tough conditions, but guys stepped up last night. It's funny, in this ballpark, the, the American flag out there in center is so low, you really don't get a feel for how hard the wind's blowing until you look at the top of those pine trees, and it really is a big difference. It really is, and it's swirling. You know, it, yeah, you know, we're telling our guys you got to keep your eye on that, on just what you're saying. We feel like Tiger Woods, making sure we know exactly which way the wind's blowing. But it really affects um, where our outfield plays and how close they play and the depth. And, and last night when Mitch hit that ball to left, Mitch McIntyre hit that ball to left field, they had just brought their left fielder in, uh, maybe because of the wind, maybe because it was left-handed, but it, it ended up hurting them. Um, and help and helped us win a game. So we have to be, you have to kind of be um, conscious of all that stuff that's happening. It's interesting. This ballpark uh, wind normally blows in. I I thought you'd hit a couple of balls that were out. You just can't get one out of here. I mean, within a foot or two of the top of the wall, both times Sue and um, and or on Thursday night. So uh, uh, just an interesting ballpark. Yeah, and Brock. You know, I think the, on both those balls, like Sue's and and Brock's. Brock's hit a couple of missiles. It just hasn't gotten the height, but. Um, you know, and it's not big. It's 325 down the left field line, but it plays, it plays much bigger than the than the dimensions show, just because of how that wind 
really the only place you're going to hit a home run, knock on wood, is is down the left field line and maybe down the right field line just because of the dimensions. But uh, it's an interesting ballpark, a lot of character, um, you know. But but it comes down to really making plays. Their left fielder kind of gave us a couple gave us a couple of base runners yesterday and uh, misplayed a couple balls, and they were they were tough plays, but plays that probably 90% of the left fielders in our league make. So uh, at this at this point in the season, how we're how we're going, we need those breaks and need to capitalize on them like we did last night. Alex Perone getting the start, as we talked about last night. You know, he's, he's uh, got a 1.3 ERA, but he's 12 walks in 15 innings. I, I guess that's the big challenge. Yeah, we'll have a short leash on him today. We'll have, we're going to try to piggyback Bo Burrup with him. And, and we thought it's probably better to get Alex in there early um, in case he walks a couple guys. It gives, him, it gives us a little bit of breathing room if, we, if he gives up one or two. But if he's on, like we saw at Auburn, I mean, he's pretty much unhittable. Guys don't hit him. Um, you know, he'll get himself in trouble walking a couple guys, and then he'll work out of it because he's got such good stuff. I mean, he'll be 89, 91 with a really good curveball, and the, the whole thing is command with him. And um, if he doesn't have good command early, we're going to go to Bo Burrup, and, and our bullpen's going to be good. Kringlin back in the lineup today. DH um, sat one yesterday. Sometimes that helps break a kid out of a slump. Uh, hopefully that same thing will happen with Keaton. Yeah, what I loved about Keaton last night, he was he was so into the ball game. He was I, I heard him in here when Mitch was up, the guy who went in for him, and he was cheering for him. He, he really sincerely wanted him to do well because it was going to help the team. And with the left-hander on the mound today, I wanted to keep Mitch in there. I think he earned the right to stay in there. Uh, for the future, he needs to see left-handed pitchers because he's going to next year. We're going to stick him in there, right or left, it doesn't really matter, and let him try to just navigate his way through that. So the more experience he can get this year is going to be going to be really good for us. And he's a plus defender in, in left field. But Keaton, you know, that's what we're looking for. Just maybe a change of scenery here, relax a little bit. Um, he's got the looks like he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, and hopefully yesterday will help him in that regard. Okay, coach. Uh, hey, well, good luck. Uh... In the ball game, let's go get this series. All right, thanks, Brent. All right, back here in Portland, ready for the start of the ball game. Joe Etzel Field here on the campus of uh, Portland. Brendan Anderson's going to lead it off for the Cougars against uh, Corbin Powers. Left-hander gets the start for the Pilots. Anderson, Sneeman, and Sue, the first three up for BYU. And right now, a Kind of a partly cloudy, sunny day. Supposed to get worse as the day goes on. First pitch over for call strike one to Anderson. Defensively for the Pilots, Hunter Montgomery behind the plate, Colin Rungi at first. Matt Kelly, the second baseman. Chad Stevens at short. Daniel Lopez at third base. And here is the 0-1 pitch. That's off the plate. Cody Hawken in left. Bo Brundage in center. Ryan Kim in right field. And Corbin Powers, three wins, four losses, 4.66 earned run average for the lefty. Worrying number 17 for Portland. Ball and a strike, and here is Powers' pitch to Anderson, and that's over for a strike. Cougars, after Sue batting third, will have Brock Hill hitting cleanup. He'll be followed by Favero and then Keaton Kringlin in the DH slot. Mitch McIntyre in left to Platt Suck. Uh, seventh, Jarrett Perns in center bats eighth, and uh, Noah Hill behind the blight uh, will be batting ninth. Anderson checks, the swing goes around on strikes. Yeah, change up there in the dirt that uh, just couldn't hold back on. First one he had shown Anderson. So Brennan strikes out, and that will bring Schneeman to the plate. Uh, Daniel 0 for 10 so far in the series. 
Still looking for his first base hit. Had a couple of opportunities last night to drive in some runs for BYU, but so far uh, Daniel has been shut out in the series. Played uh, a great defensive shortstop power for the Cougars. Yes, he does. First pitch from Powers is a little bit low, ball one. Corbin Powers, 6'2", 205-pound redshirt senior out of Sammamish, Washington. Played uh, J.C. Ball at Bellevue uh, Community College here in the state. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that drops in for a strike. Cougars will counter today with Alex Perrone. Perrone... uh, his eighth appearance, his third start. You know, he's throwing strikes. The kid's dynamite. Absolutely. Uh, just, just struggled with this year with his command. He's got a 1.15 earned run average as Perone. And yeah, that's the key to Alex. He's just got to pound the zone. Opponents are only hitting 173 off Perone, but he's got uh, 12 walks in those uh, 15 innings. And no matter how good you are, he can't uh, withstand the uh, that kind of uh, base on balls. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Sneeman. Right back to the pitcher. One hop. Powers has got it, and they'll throw him out. Two men out, and Brian Sue, the Cougar first baseman, will come up. <laughs> Brian, the junior out of San Ramon, was 3-9 uh, for nine in the first couple of games with uh, two RBIs. Came an, eye, came an eyelash of hitting one out here last night. Right off the top of the wall. Comes in hitting at uh, 345 on the year. And here's the pitch. The ball fouled straight back for strike one. Yeah, good aggressive hack there by Sue. Cougars and Pilots for the third and final time here in the regular season. Cougars come in uh, 18 and 14 on the year. The Portland Pilots uh, 12 and 20. Cougars, uh, seven wins, seven losses on the year. There's that change. Sue swings and misses, and the count 0-2, and it's it's incredible. This Portland pitching staff and how much they really rely on that pitch. Yeah, they every single one of their pitchers throw it, and they love to throw it. Oh, and 2 the count to uh, Brian Sue. He'll be followed by Brock Hale. Sue steps back in, two men down here in the top of the first. And Powers pitch another change, and Sue swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Cougars retired in order. We're through a half an inning. Cougars nothing. Pilots coming to the plate on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Back here at uh, Joe Etzel Field, Brent Norton, Tuckett Slade, bringing you uh, the third and final game of this uh, Portland Pilots series. Matt Kelly will step in for Portland as we go to the bottom of the first. Cougars are retired in order in their half of the inning. Alex Perrone on the hill. Alex, a uh, junior out of Las Vegas. A transfer out of the College of Southern Idaho. And the first pitch is over for a strike. Interesting, Perrone kind of a 
wayward trek to get to BYU. I went to San Diego for a semester. Was recruited by Rich Hill down there, the head coach, and found out he didn't like it down there, so he went to College of Southern Idaho, then committed to Pepperdine out of there. Coach uh, Littlewood saw him throw down there, liked him, but kind of backed off him as soon as he knew he'd committed to Pepperdine, and then uh, when it all came down to it, uh, Perone decided he wanted to come to BYU. Here's the 0-2. That's down low. And this, you know, the kid's got the kind of power arm. He does. That he could be a difference maker. I mean, he could literally be a number one guy. Yeah, he's got good stuff. Really good breaking ball, power fastball. It's all about control with him. Ball two strikes. Perone rocks and fires. Check swing. Outside ball two. Alex Perone, 6'2", 175-pounder. Played at the College of Southern Idaho. Good, a very good JC program up in uh, Twin Falls, Idaho. 2-2 pitch, popped up foul. Down the first base side and out of play. Cougars with Noah Hill behind the plate. Brian Sue at first. Brennan Anderson at second base. Daniel Sneeman the shortstop. Nate Favero at third base. Mitch McIntyre in left, Jarrett Perns in center, Brock Hale in right. And Perone on the hill. McIntyre, after that uh, three-for-three performance, earned himself a start here. There's a fastball thrown right past Matt Kelly for out number one. Yeah, good start there by Alex. Even with the lefty on the hill, uh, McIntyre three-for-three, had a couple of walks, five great at-bats, played a... Great defensive left field last night for the Cougars. So the freshman out there again today. Today was a fantastic game he had yesterday. Chad Stevens shortstop steps in. First pitch popped up down the right field line. Brockell coming a long way. That ball will land in the playground area. A photographer out there with a great big camera and lens on it tried to make a catch. And it's kind of a rolling hill out there. He went down hard. He saved the camera. He kept it up in the yeah. air. But I think he took a face plan as he tried to catch that ball barehanded. Good effort out there, though. Give him a lot of credit. Absolutely. <laughs> a little comic relief to start the game. We can all use a little of that. Absolutely. Here's the 0-1. Good curveball. Over for a strike. This game's too serious sometimes. It's nice oh. to have a laugh. Jacob Asher, the home plate umpire today. Barry Larson at first. Kellen Levy down at third. Here's the 0-1. Just a little bit outside. Or 0-2, and it's a 1-2 now. Close pitch must be a little down. Noah Hill was about to throw that around the horn. He thought that was strike three. Perone from the windup. And the pitch, fly ball again, fell. Let's see if that guy tri- – no, didn't go after that one over in the same area. One, huh? It's probably about a three or $4,000 camera he's carrying around. He needs to be a little smarter than to <laughs> yeah. possibly do some damage there. Ball on two strikes to Stevens. He's a freshman of Fox Island, Washington. Curveball high and tight, two and two. A little sunshine out right now in uh, Portland. First time we've seen that in the three-game series. Uh, weather's supposed to deteriorate as the day goes on. 
2-2 pitch ball hit uh, easy one to Brennan Anderson. He's got it, and he'll throw him out. Quickly two men out for the Pilots, and that will bring Bo Brundage to the plate center fielder. Man, of all the hitters I've seen this year in the league, I love Brundage. He's a good, good hitter. One of those guys that you definitely would want on your team, just a gap-to-gap guy that doesn't strike out a ton, that uh, you would love to uh, to not face him very often. Two men out. Brundage, left-hander, steps in, hitting 394 on the air. There's a ground ball out to Anderson again. Brennan's got it, and he'll throw him out quickly. The pilots are retired. We're through one. No score on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Brock Hale steps in. Brock uh, 5 for 9 with an RBI. Brock has swung the bat well here in Portland against the pilots. Hale, Favero, Kringland do up here in the inning. Pitches outside 2-0 and now to count on Brock Hale. Yeah, he's seen the ball real well this weekend, and every ball that he's hit in play has been hit hard. Brock Hale, the senior out of Mesa, leads the Cougars in just about every offensive category. 357 average, seven home runs, 24 RBIs. And now the 2-0 pitch is down low, ball three. And you see they're just very, very careful with Hale as well as he has swung the bat here this weekend. Here's a 3-0. That's on the outside corner for a strike. Yeah, borderline strike right there. Wind's really starting to pick up, isn't it? Blowing again from uh, left center. And here is... uh, Corbin Powers' pitch. That's over for a call strike two. Came back with another fastball that just caught the outside corner. Hayden Rogers picked up the win last night for the Cougars. Hayden now 5-2 and two on the year. As he kind of gritted it out, yeah, gave did. the Cougars 5 and a third, just enough to get that victory. Yeah, he really did. And Blake Inouye came in, walked the first batter he saw to load him up, and then struck out the next two. And then uh, Zimmerman came in and uh, finished it off for BYU in the ninth. 3-2 pitch. Brock Hale swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Two men out. Yeah, got to a 3-0 count there and then took a couple borderline pitches and then got a hanging breaking ball that just kind of maybe fooled Brock right there. They swung through for strike three. Nate Nate Favaro now comes up. Nate, uh, one for seven with an RBI in the first couple of games. Averro, 17 RBIs on the year. And Corbin Powers, the lefty. His first pitch is on the outside corner. Yeah, he'll be more of a fastball breaking ball guy to the lefties in the fastball changeup to all the righties today. Umpire tonight, very unemotional strike calls. Yeah. Can't wait to see him ring somebody up. Just kind of raises the arm and points out to first base on a strike. As Favero climbs back in, 0-1-1. And here's the pitch. There's a ground ball up the middle. That is going to be through for a base hit. One out single by Favero. Didn't hit it hard, but they had him pulled over 
on a shift to the right side. And hit it up through the middle for the Cougars' first hit. First hit of the ball game by either team, and that will bring Kringlin up. Keaton sat last night's game. And it was one for four, bunt single in the first game on Thursday evening. Yeah, hopefully it uh, kind of gets him going a little bit mentally, just give him a day off and see if he can come back today and, and get going like we know he can. One man out. And here is Powers' pitch to Kringlin. Ball popped up foul straight over the top of the press box here. 0 and 1 the count. Cougars come in hitting uh, 283 as a team. Team earned run average uh, 4.40. That's just continuing to come down, down, down as Cougars have really gotten some excellent pitching out of their starters over these last uh, couple of weeks. Really have. It's been a bright spot, that's for sure. Pitch is up a little bit high. Can you imagine if, the, you know, yeah. with the offensive woes of this team, if the Cougar pitchers hadn't stepped up and and uh, really done a good job to keep them in every game, really. Absolutely. And if the hitters would have just, you know, done what we were expecting them to do, there's five or six more wins the last couple of weeks out there. Ball on a strike. Pitches outside. You know, when you look at this team, you would think, I mean, going into the season, I would think they'd probably average seven, eight runs a game offensively. I agree. And not even close to that. As the team batting average, 283, not bad, but... Uh, but we're used to the 215, uh, sorry, 315, yeah. 320 range as a team. That's what we've been the last three or four years. Two balls and a strike. Favero, pretty good lead at first base. Pitch to Kringlin, popped foul out of play. And Keaton, kind uh, of go even two and two. Kringlin, the junior out of Cedar City, Utah. DHing tonight. Uh, he's been battling that hamstring for better part of a month. Appears to be pretty much full strength. Now. Yeah, he's pretty healthy right now. With McIntyre, who's a plus defender, he uh, is in uh, left field and Kringlin in the DH slot. And here's a 2-2 pitch. That's outside ball three. McIntyre on deck for BYU. The left fielder had three hits last night. Three and two. Here's the pitch to Kringlin with Favero at first base. Quick throw two first. They think he might be going, and he could be here. Yeah. Top of the second inning, no score. Portland and the Cougars from uh, Joe Etzel Field here in Portland, Oregon. Campus of uh, University of Portland, just off the Willamette River here, just across from downtown. That ball hit in the right field, base hit. Kringlin inside-out swing. Hit the ball into right field, and the Cougars with back-to-back hits here in the second inning. Favero moves to second base, and McIntyre steps in. Yeah, good swing there by Keaton. A little inside-out, fastball running in, and he was able to... Hitting to that four hole, which I love seeing him go the other way. When he gets pull happy is where he gets in trouble. When he starts going the other way, Kringlin starts to really hit. One man out, runners at first and second base, and McIntyre. Stansbury High product out of uh, 
the Tooele area. Steps in. First pitch way inside ball one. Well, he had a perfect day yesterday, so three for three with two walks. So see if he can keep that up. It's hard to do. That's hard to do at this level. With that day, he's uh, got his average up to 299 now. Has a home run, 10 RBIs in limited at-bats. Pitch to McIntyre, ball hit into right field, another base hit. Favero around third base. They're going to try to score him. Here comes the throw, and Favero will slide in safely. So three consecutive hits by the Cougars. McIntyre continues his torrid hitting. And the Cougars on top, one to nothing. Favero went to third base on the base hit. And that will bring uh, Jarrett Perns to the plate. Yeah, Favero's rounding third, and I wasn't sure if Coach was going to send him, and he kind of slowly, okay, yeah, let's go. But a good decision to take an early one nothing lead. Perns will step in. Uh, Jarrett, 353 average with a home run and 16 RBIs. Well, Corbin Powers retired the first uh, four Cougars, three on strikeouts. In the bottom part of the order, uh, three consecutive hits have given the Cougars the lead. Yeah, and, and all three of those hits, they weren't hit hard, but they were good swings and well-placed, you know. You put the ball in play, good things can happen, yep. and that's the key there. Want to know the count, two perns. Uh, Noah Hill, the Cougar catcher, is on deck. Throw to first base, and uh, back in safely is McIntyre. Quick step-off move right there. McIntyre, excellent speed at first base. And Perns can really run at the plate. And here's the pitch. Perns uh, bunts the ball, first base side. And everybody's going to be safe. Great job. Burns got the ball past the pitcher, knocks in a run, four consecutive hits by the Cougars, and they lead two to nothing. A well-placed bunt right there. That's what a coach would call a safety squeeze right there, where you just get the ball down and then get it past the pitcher and then let that run score. But you're not expecting to get a hit out of it, but it was such a great bunt, kind of caught the pitcher and first baseman in no man's land and able to beat it out. Good time to do it with the lefty falling off to the third base yeah, side. Absolutely. And Perns put it down. And you could see as it was developing, there's no way they'd get the quick Perns running to first base and uh, no chance to even to think about Kringlin at home. So the Cougars with four hits, two runs, still one man out. And Noah Hill steps in. BYU off to a great start here in game three. McIntyre now at second base. And Noah Hill, who was 0 for 3 in game one, or check that uh, yesterday's game, will come to the plate. And he squares the bunt, takes a pitch down, throw down to third, and he's going to be tagged out. McIntyre slid past the bag. A little wet out there, and McIntyre went in head first and slid around the bag. Third baseman was able to put the tag on. Yeah, well, he beat it. It's definitely going to be safe for a stolen base, but just slid past the bag. Tough break right there. You know, in a field like this and a field like the Cougars have, uh, you got to kind of take that into account. Yeah, it's a little bit harder than our field, and 
it's interesting that uh, you think you figure by uh, field by day three, you'd kind of have more of a feel of that. Two men out, and uh, Hill steps back in. That's why I'm old-fashioned, just slide feet first into the bag, and it helps you. Yeah, and you know, McIntyre was trying to slide around the tag, yeah. but I agree he had beaten the he throw. Had, yeah. If he'd gone straight into the bag, things would have been fine, but he was so far outside the bag to the left field side that uh, he just couldn't stop, uh, stop his momentum. I think if he'd gone into the bag, the bag would have stopped him. I agree. 1-0 and the count. And here's the pitch. That's down low. 2-0 the count to Hill. So Coach Littlewood, very aggressive move there with good speed on the bases and a good slide there. I think you've got guys, you know, in, in scoring position. Yeah, second and third with one out with a good contact hitter up. Hill steps out. I think they're uh, yeah, umpire telling the coach that the pitcher's kind of bouncing, coming uh, well, set. They, they were trying to say why it was two and zero oh and not one and one. They thought that Noah bunted that, but he pulled back. Oh, yeah. Is what he was asking. Okay. Two balls, no strikes. Quick throw to second base and uh, back in safely is Jarrett Perns. So you guys scoring at home. McIntyre, does he get a stolen base and then a caught stealing? <laughs> because he's safe and then he's out? Goes down as a caught, caught stealing. stealing. <laughs> yep, it's a bummer. I had a, I had a player ask me that. Oh, yeah, but I was safe. I said, yeah, it's part of the same process. You didn't stay on the bag. You're out. <laughs> Kids always trying to get any little stat they can. Two balls, no strikes. And again, a move to second base and uh, no throw made. As uh, Corbin Powers, uh, Cougars have got him thinking out there anyway. Yes, they do. Which is a good thing. When you start thinking about base runners and not about pitching, that's usually advantage for hitters. 2-0 pitch to Hill. That gets away from the catcher a couple of feet. Hunter Montgomery is behind the plate here today. First time we've seen him in the series. Yeah, and he's only played in three games this year. So coach was really trying to, you know, expose him early to see if he's a guy that can run on. Montgomery, a freshman out of Corona, California, behind the plate. Three balls, no strikes. And again, a throw to second base, and the runner back in safely. Wow. Like four straight moves to to the bag at second. Perone, a good lead. I wouldn't call it a... Yeah. A crazy well, lead out it's there. It's good that Perns is making him work. Yeah. It's good. Three balls, no strikes to uh, Noah Hill with Anderson on deck. And here's the pitch from Powers. That's over for a strike. Cougars, four hits in the inning. Three straight singles and a bunt single by Perns. He got the RBI, as did McIntyre. They lead two to nothing here in the top of the second inning. And here is uh, the pitch to Noah Hill. 
Fly ball, right fielder coming in a few steps, Ryan Kim. He is there, make the catch for the out. And the Cougars are retired here in the second mount before they get two runs on four hits. No no errors, one man left. We are through one and a half innings. Two-nothing Cougars over the pilots on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the second inning. Cougars up two-nothing. Daniel Lopez steps in. He's an impressive kid. Two for four, two RBIs. Had a home run here on Thursday night. He's a really good player. Good defensive player at third base also. J.C. kid out of uh, Cerritos College and down in California. First pitch over for a call strike from Alex Perron. Well, Perron is throwing strikes here in this outing yeah, so far. Yeah, good sign so far. Here's the 0-1, just a little off the plate. A ball and a strike. Cougars wearing their navy blue tops, uh, gray pants in the ballpark today with Cougs across the front. And uh, pilots with the black tops and uh, pinstripe white pants. I like Swing to, and a miss. I like to call these ju- these jerseys the Cougs are wearing as the social media jerseys because it's hashtag go Cougs. So it's kind of a... You know, different. No other team on campus has that uh, logo on their jerseys. Let's not, let's not put a hashtag on yeah, it, though. Yeah, okay. No, it ain't going to happen. Ball popped up foul out of play. A ball and two strikes. Also, I'm sure the social media people at the Cougar, for the Cougars wouldn't mind doing that. But, yeah. Uh, be a little odd. Yeah, no thanks. I know some football teams are starting to put, like, the Twitter account of a player's name on the back of their jersey really? instead of their last name. Yeah, just for like a fun jersey. One-two pitch, curveball foul. Down the third base side. We're in the bottom of the second. Cougars leading two to nothing. Daniel Lopez, the third baseman, cleanup hitter for Portland. With a one-two count. Cougars lead this series with uh, Portland overall 24 wins, 12 losses to the Pilots. There's a line drive out to Favero. Knocks it down, picks it up, throws the first in time for the out. Good play by Nate. Yeah, really good play. That ball's hit well right at him. He just has to kind of just wear it and knock it down, find it, and then good throw because Lopez has pretty good speed. Short topped it. Bounced that, what, three, four feet in front of him. Yeah, was did. able to pick it up, make the good, quick, strong throw. One man out. And Cody Hawk in the left fielder. He also has a home run in the series over the left field wall. He's got five on the year. Two hits in the series. And the first pitch is down low, ball one. Cody Hawk in 6'3", 230-pounder. Junior out of uh, Vancouver, Washington. Pitch is over for a strike. If you're familiar with uh, the Portland area, right over the river okay. here is is Vancouver, just to the north of us. Okay, perfect. Beautiful area, green, green grass, green trees. As they have had a lot of moisture here lately, as they always do in April. It's unbelievable how green this whole area is. This is blown away. Everyone's yards are manicured, perfect green, which is nice. Here's the two-one pitch. Ball hit Dad Schneeman. Daniel loves it, and he throws the first for the out. Ball hit hard by Hawkins, but right at uh, Schneeman. Two men out. 
Schneeman, of course, defensive player of the year last year in the conference, continues to really be able to play out there defensively at the shortstop position. We mentioned last night, hasn't really gotten to his expectations swinging the bat this year, but has been hasn't let that affect his uh, defensive prowess as Ryan Kim steps in. First pitch is uh, down low, ball one. Ryan Kim, two for four in the series, did not play last night, played in game one. And the 1-0 pitch, ball hit up the middle, base hit, first hit of the day for the Pilots. A two-out single will bring uh, Ryan Hugerwerf to the plate. Ryan Kim's a really good hitter. That's just simple, simple swing, nice and easy. Line drive, ground ball back up the middle. And this is the guy that scares you. Doesn't have a ton of at-bats on the year, but last year when he played us, he hit two home runs into the Marriott Center parking lot that between the... I mean, between the two home runs, he probably hit him a thousand feet. It was unbelievable. Got a lot of power. Hoogerwerf will step in. He's a big kid, 6'4, 235 out of Allen, Texas. He's a senior. Does not have a home run this year. Hitting 269 with four RBIs. And the first pitch, a ball hit up the middle, another base hit. So back to back hits by the Pilots. And that's Hoogerworth's third hit in four plate appearances in this series. Yeah, he's starting to get going. Well, and the Pilots have done a good job in this series with two-out hitting. They've, they've scored some runs this weekend with two outs, nobody on, and finding ways to get on and, and turn that into a run or two. Colin Runge steps in, junior out of Redmond, Oregon. He's hitting 197 on the year. Batting from the right side. And the first pitch is outside ball one. Rungi uh, one for five in the first couple of games. First baseman. With runner, runners in scoring position, Rungi hitting 182 with two outs. He's hitting just 130 on the year. Pitches up high for ball two. Of course, Rungi uh, brings with him that 197 batting average. He's had 71 at-bats, 14 hits. Two of those hits have been doubles. Does have eight RBIs. Struck out uh, 23 times in those 71 at-bats. 2-0 pitch. That ball's line foul. Down the first base side. Good swing right there, 2-0. Off the bat, I thought that was going to be a double down the right field line, but it just kept slicing away. Two balls, one strike to count. As Rungi, right-handed hitter, will step back in. Jeff Loomis is the head coach here, third year at Portland, former player here, and has really got this program moving the right direction. Really Big does. improvements over the last couple of years. They're in every game, competing in every game, which is awesome. 2-1 pitch, line drive, 
Brock Hale's not going to get there. One run scores. Three consecutive hits by the Pilots. RBI single by Rungi. And the score now 2-1, to one, Cougars leading. Well, all three hits on fastballs that have been elevated. He, you know, he was able to throw his breaking ball for a strike a little bit earlier in the game in that first inning, but hasn't been able to throw that for a strike this second inning. They've been sitting dead red fastball and putting good swings on it. Hunter Montgomery steps in. He's the freshman catcher. He's only had nine at-bats this year. Hitting over 400 on the year. Montgomery, uh, four hits in those nine at-bats. Does have a home run and two RBIs. And here's the first pitch to Montgomery. Is down low, ball one. Well, so far in the second inning, both teams' bottom half of the lineup has really put some damage together. Well, Peron retired the first two hitters in the inning on ground outs, and then he's given up three consecutive hits. One run, runners at the corners. And a quick throw to first base, and uh, Rungi back in safely. Peron, no wins, no losses. On the year, this is his third start. Thrown 15 innings, given up uh, nine hits, six runs. Interestingly enough, only two of those runs have been earned. So defense hasn't been stellar when uh, Perone's been on the mound. Curveball hit pretty well, deep center field. Perone going back, or uh, Perns going back. He'll get there and make the catch for the out. You got a Perns and Perone sometimes yeah, hard to tough. keep him. Uh, Good job to minimize that inning. One run, three hits, no errors, two runners left on. We're through two complete. 2 1, Cougars leading the Pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team, and you are listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Go, Cougars. Brandon Anderson leads it off for the Cougars. First pitch is uh, down low, ball one, two to one. Cougars leading here in the top of the third inning. Brandon struck out looking his first time up. Corbin Powers, the lefty. Ball's popped up. Might be playable over near the Cougar dugout. First baseman coming over, Rungi. He makes the catch for the out. One man out. Anderson now 0 for 2 on the day, and that will bring uh, Schneeman to the plate. Daniel grounded right back to the pitcher his last time up. Sneeman, two home runs, 23 RBIs on the year. Hit the home run. wasn't a walk-off, but it was a game winner. No, that was was a a walk-off. That's right. Against Santa Clara last weekend as Sneeman squares the bunt, pulls the bat back, and it's a called strike on the inside corner. No balls, one strike to the Cougar shortstop. Junior out of Chula Vista, California. That pitch is down low, one and one. Partly cloudy day. We've seen some sunshine peeking out. Day uh, rain's supposed to come later in the day. 
it's going to come, that's for sure. They said tomorrow, really rainy here, and then uh, maybe by the end of next week, might have some good weather. Pretty tough uh, believing you can play baseball up here just on a normal, regular grass yeah. and dirt field. These poor little leaguers, I don't know what they do. Yeah, that'd be impossible. Got a turf field here at uh, Portland that you can pretty much play through. As Sneeman goes down on strikes for out number two. And that will bring Sue to the plate. First baseman, 13, Brian Sue. Brian Sue struck out in the first. Yeah, Powers is doing a fantastic job pitching to the top of the, the order. Just really got them off balance right now so far in their first two at-bats. Four strikeouts by Powers in the ballgame. He's averaging about a strikeout an inning this year. First pitch to Sue's outside ball one. Powers exactly 48 strikeouts and 48 innings pitched. Has given up 53 hits, 31 runs. Has walked 23, so that's about a walk every other inning. Hasn't walked anybody here yet today. There's a bunt down the third baseline. If that stays fair, it's a base hit. It will roll foul. That was a great bunt. Right down the line, and the ball just continued to roll and roll and roll. Third baseman made a wise play by letting it go. And the count now one and one on Sue. Well, here comes that change up away. It's kind of the book on this kid. You gotta take you gotta be able to leave that pitch down. But so far this series, the Cougs have done a bad job of that, and they've been really ultra aggressive on that pitch, swinging through it. One one pitch. Sue, one hopper out to the shortstop Stevens. He's got it, throws the first. Good play by Colin Rungi to dig that one out of the turf. And the Cougars retired in order here. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through two and a half. Two on Cougars leading the pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Back to Joe Etzel Field. 2 1. Cougars leading the pilots. Pilots coming up here in the bottom of the third inning. Matt Kelly, leadoff hitter, steps in. And the first pitch is up a little bit high. Kelly struck out his first time up. He'll be followed by Chad Stevens and then Bo Brundage. Here's the one ball pitch. That's high and tight for ball two. Now Bo Burrup uh, scheduled also to throw in this ball game for BYU. Uh, if needed, pretty much any time during the game ball popped up. Might be playable. Brock Hill coming over and right now the wind's going to get that and blow it out of play. So two balls and a strike to uh, Matt Kelly. Kelly, a junior out of West Lynn, Oregon. 279 hitter coming into the ball game today. Perone uh, has now thrown 35 pitches in this outing. There's a line drive base hit right field. Brock Hale picks it up and gets it back in. So a leadoff single by Kelly. And that will bring Chad Stevens to the plate. Looks like all those pitches are up just a little bit. Yeah, they are. Every single one of the hits he's given up today have been built high or above. 
Leadoff single by Kelly brings Stevens to the plate. Stevens grounded out to uh, Brennan Anderson at second, his first time up. Throw to first and uh, back in is uh, Kelly. Kelly, five stolen bases, eight attempts this year. Portland team hitting 265 as a team. 31 stolen bases on the year and 51 attempts. Another throw to first, and again, Kelly slides in safely. This is a good hit-and-run combo slash bunt-and-run combo with these two guys. Good speed with a guy that can really handle the bat. Favera about even with a bag at third base. They're going to call a balk on Perone. Second base umpire made the call. Umpire said he set twice is what I heard him say. I think it was more of the wind gust picked up and then moved is what I felt. But he's closer than I am. So now the potential tying run at second base for Portland. And Jeremy Thomas uh, making his way out to the bullpen, so I think there's some activity out there. I would imagine it's going to be Burrup this early in the game. There's a ball hit foul down the third baseline. Yeah, Coach had already told Burrup ahead of the game that the first sign of real trouble with Perone, just go down there and get going. Because that's kind of been his, uh, his M.O. this year is be really good and then all of a sudden just kind of fall apart. But he's throwing strikes right now, which is a good sign. Just uh, just a little too elevated. Got to get back down in the zone. No balls, one strike to uh, Chad Stevens. And here is Perone's pitch, swing and a miss. Good curveball there, down. That's what he was doing in the first inning, keeping that pitch yeah. a little more down in the zone. It's a sharp breaking curveball if it you is. can control it, really it command. Well, and if you can't throw that first strike, it's as a hitter, it's easy. You just sit dead red and wait for that fastball, and you you unleash. So you got to be able to command that breaking pitch to get the hitters off balance. No balls, two strikes. And here is Perron's pitch, another curveball. They are going to appeal it. Said he didn't go. One and two the count. Stevens, the shortstop. He's a freshman. 274 average uh, coming into today's game. Kelly, uh, 6'4", 190. Big lanky uh, shortstop. When he grows into his body, he's going to be a really good player. Here's the pitch, a little looper off the first base side. Sue goes over, but it uh, lands in out-of-play territory. Another good pitch there by Perone, right on the handle. Yeah, really good pitch. So a ball and two strikes to Chad Stevens. There goes the runner. Ball hit into right field, base hit. And Portland's going to tie it up. 
Runner got a big jump out there, uh, Matt Kelly. And Chad Stevens just went the other way into right. And we're all tied up here, 2-2. And that will bring uh, Bo Brundage to the plate. Five hits now by Portland here in the ballgame. Yeah, not missing many barrels the last two innings. Every ball, even the ones they've made outs on, have been hit pretty hard. Stevens at first base, and here's the pitch to Brundage, and that is down low, ball one. It's tough to say. Some kids, uh, you know, have more of a mentality as a starter, and yeah. others would rather come out of the bullpen. I think they're still trying to kind of figure Perone out to see where his comfort level is. Absolutely. He wants to help this team. He's just, like you said, trying to figure out, coach trying to figure out where he can trust him most. Because of his uh, his wild nature and, and throwing a lot of balls at times, you're afraid to throw him at the back end of games because you don't want to gift them base runners. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch to Brundage. That ball is hit into right field, another base hit. Brundage will hold it first. There will be runners at the corners now. Three consecutive hits by the Pilots. Scored a run, runners at the corners. Ball just out of the reach of Brian Sue. The first baseman, and that's going to be it for Perone. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Pilots have scored a run here in the third. They've got uh, runners at first and third base, nobody out. Daniel Lopez, who grounded out to Favero his first time up, will step in. Last night, uh, finals, I think uh, San Diego did come back and beat. Uh, they did, yeah, scored five in the ninth. Yes, to beat uh, St. Mary's, I think, by a score of nine to eight. And here's the first pitch from Bo Burrup outside ball one. LMU beat uh, San Francisco 6-3. Pacific beat Gonzaga 2-1. And Pepperdine, did that end up being 7-0? Was yeah. that the final? Yeah. 1-0 the count to uh, Daniel Lopez. Throw to first base and uh, the runner back in safely. Portland with uh, six hits through just two-plus innings here. Perone, you know, he talked about his inability sometimes to throw strikes, but today maybe he was catching a little too much of the plate. Yeah, now Bo's got himself work cut out for him, trying to get out of this jam. Pitches outside, ball two. Bo's last two starts the midweek have been pretty good for the Cougs. Burrup comes in. With a two-win, one-loss record. This is his 14th appearance. He's thrown 24 innings for BYU. Has 16 strikeouts in those uh, 24 innings. And here's the 
One ball pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Slicing away from Perns. He comes in, makes the catch. The run will score from third base, and Portland up 3-2. to two. On the sacrifice fly, RBI off the bat of Lopez. You come in in a first and third no-out situation, and your job is just to get outs, find a way to minimize and not turn this into a bigger inning than it already is. So a good job there of getting that first out and keeping that run advancing, that the runner at first advancing to second because now you still have the double play in order to get out of this and, and only be down a run instead of maybe a couple. Hawkins steps in. He grounded out to Schneeman his first time up. Cody Hawkins, the junior out of Vancouver, 271 hitter as he steps in. And a throw to first back in safely is Brundage. Brundage has a pretty good lead over there at first. Two stolen bases. He's been thrown out seven times this year. Wow. I agree. Huge lead at first. Another throw to first. And again, Brundage... uh, Slides back in safely. Pretty decent crowd here in the ballpark today. As the sun's come out, a little bit still windy and breezy and mostly cloudy, but we're seeing little peaks of the sun. There's a pitch outside. Hawkins showed bunt. Looked like he was going to try to push that ball down the first baseline. Yeah, it did. 1-0 the count. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool day out there during BP this morning. It was windy and blistery. For those of you uh, just tuning in, uh, Cougars with uh, several former Cougars. If there's a uh, ball that hits Cody Hawken. So one man out now, runners at first and second base. And Ryan Kim, my fielder. Uh, Jacob Hanneman has been assigned to the AAA Iowa Cubs in the uh, Adam Law, Arkansas Travelers. That's double A. Colt Mahoney, Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. That's double A this year. And Brennan Lund, the Mobile Bay Bears. That's also double A in the Angels system. Maverick uh, Buffalo, Toronto, the Lansing Lugnuts. That's a single A team. And Coach Mike Littlewood's son, Marcus, with the Reno Angels. Aces, that's AAA. Michael Rucker, former Cougar pitcher, Smokies of a AA team. We'll try to keep you updated on those guys and their progress throughout the year. One ball, no strikes, one man out. And that pitch almost hit uh, Kim. Two balls and no strikes. If you're Kim right there, why not take that? Take that in the back and have bases loaded with one out with a a power hitter on deck. Two old pitch, fouled out of play. Two and one the count, one man down. Two men have scored for Portland. They lead this one three to two. As we are playing the bottom of the third inning here at uh, Joe Etzel Field. Be 
all turf field here, much like the Cougars have. And you're seeing kind of the the wave of the future. Very low maintenance, and uh, weather doesn't seem to have any issue. That pitch is over for a strike. Two and two the count. Yeah, the Oregon schools pretty much all have them. Washington Oregon, schools. Yeah. San Francisco now. Trying to think of any other schools in the conference. St. Mary's has grass. Uh, Santa Clara with a grass field. There's a pitch just mm. missed inside. That fooled the, the batter and the umpire. I think so. Good slider there by Bo Burrup. Looked like it caught a piece of the plate. He didn't get the call, so the count goes full, three and two. He looked at the umpire right away like, yeah. it's a ball, right? <laughs> and that kind of tells you that, hey, probably was a strike. They might run here with three, two. Here's the pitch from Burrup. Fouled out of play. Down the left field line. As the game goes along, getting a few more people in the crowd. Always nice to see Cougar Blue in the crowd. Everywhere we go. Ball four on a 3-2 pitch. So Burrup came in, got the fly ball, sacrifice fly. And then he has hit a batter and walked a batter. And so Portland with bases loaded. And Hoogerwert will step in. He uh, single and is only at bat today. He's uh, three for four in the series. Did not play in game one, but uh, since been starting game two and here today, he's uh, swung the bat well. Yes, he has. Definitely a guy that uh, you could double up, though, looking for a ground ball right here. Here's the pitch. Fly ball. Brock Hale in right field going back a couple of steps. This should be deep enough to score another run. And it will score a run. So the Pilots with three runs in the inning. They now lead four to two. Yeah, just doing their job. Cougs give them free base runners with the back to, with the hit by pitch and the walk that advances the runner to third so they can sack fly him. And Pilots do a good job of just executing and bringing in runs. Two men out, and Colin Rungi steps in. There have been uh, three hits in the inning, a walk, a hit batter, two sacrifice flies, and Portland has taken the lead. First pitch gets away from Noah Hill. Runner advances to second base. So the two guys, the Cougars, were really counting on here. Uh, Perone and uh, Bo Burra both struggling yeah, here really early are. in this game. They are struggling. Pitches outside for ball two. Well, and Bo has no fastball command right now. Got to find a way to get back in this and minimize this inning and get the Cougs back in the dugout. Only down two. 
Hunter Montgomery is on deck. He is the catcher. He flew out to deep uh, center field his first time up there. And the pitch, that's up high, ball three. You got a guy that's batting 197. You got to attack him right here. You really do. And those three pitches aren't even close. One ball in the dirt and two high and away. Got to find a way right here, Bo. 3-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. Good. 3-1 to Rungi. He had an RBI single his first time at the plate. Three one, down low ball four. So Burp with a pair of walks, a hit batter, and Portland with a two run lead. Bases loaded, two men out here, and the Cougar really struggling on the hill here in the bottom of the third inning. Boy, one hit away from a huge inning for yeah. the Pilots. I mean, you gifted them already four base runners in this inning. It's to the point where they get one hit here and. This could be a, a fantastic inning for the Pilots and end up being a five-six run game. Montgomery, as we mentioned, only nine at bats coming in, hit the ball hard his first time up there. And the first pitch from Burrup is a swing and a miss for strike one. Yeah, I like that. Good call there. Go to the breaking ball that catch him off guard a little bit. You can tell he's not doesn't have a ton of confidence in his fastball right now. Here's the 0-1. That's down low, another curveball. One ball and one strike. Got to bear down right here. Find a way. Here's Burrup's 1-1 pitch. There's a line drive right at Anderson. Makes the catch. Fortunately for the Cougars, right at him. The Pilots with three runs in the inning on three base hits. No errors. Three runners left. We're through three complete. Pilots four, Cougars two. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Brock Hill on the first pitch. It's a little looping fly ball to right field. Right fielder coming in, Ryan Kim. He makes the catch for out number one. It'll bring Favero up. Cougars down two, four to two. Portland won the first game here Thursday night, 4-3. Cougars came back last night with a 6-2 victory. And so far, Portland on top here, 4-2 through three innings. Favero one for one in the ball game. And the first pitch over for a strike. About that umpire strike call. Pretty uh, really delayed. And really just like delayed and deliberate. And just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> strike. <laughs> strike. No, no balls in yeah. the strike. Pitch to Favero. Ground ball down the first base side. Foul. Count 0-2 on Nate, the BYU third baseman. Cougars got their two runs in the second on three base hits. 
Actually, four consecutive hits by the Cougars. We're only able to put two across. There's a little looper, center fielder. Brundage going back. He's not going to get there. Up against the wall, Favero around first base. Nate's going to stop right there at second base. That ball was slicing away from Brundage. Gave it a good effort, but just couldn't quite get there. So, Favero, a one-out double. Yeah, good swing right there. Just took the ball into the gap there. Like you said, slicing away from Brundage. He gave all the effort he could. In a normal field, that would be a triple on that play, but being as short in the gaps here, only 370 in that gap, wasn't able to get far enough to, to try for that. Kringlin steps in. He singled his first time and scored. It would be nice to just cut this in half. Keaton, the uh, DHing today, steps in, hitting 295 on the year for Kringlin. First pitch down, low ball one. Okay. BYU uh, picked to win the conference this year by the coaches. Portland picked uh, to finish in the cellar 10th, but uh, I'll tell you, Portland, a much improved team from what we've seen this weekend. On the mound and also swinging the bat. And here is the one ball pitch to Kringlin. That's uh, outside for ball two. Umpire so delayed sometimes that it's hard to tell. Is that going to be a strike or not? It looks like a ball, but. And a lot of times you can kind of tell emotionally what they're going to do. They get in a routine, but he just kind of looks up in the sky. The same every time, yeah. Ball or strike, it's the same. Like, oh, I'm here. I'll throw my right arm up if it's a strike. Yeah. A couple of seconds later. 2-1 pitch. Kringlin swinging at the change. 2-1. Like uh, the umpire we saw at uh, Pepperdine a couple of weeks ago, he would give the strike call in front and right yeah. in his chest. So it's hard to tell. So from behind him, you couldn't tell if it was a ball or a strike. That should be the first rule of umpiring school. Yeah, has to be out to the side. It's got to be out where everybody can see what the call is. 2-1 pitch to Kringlin. Hammered left center field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. Favaro's going to score. So Kringlin and Favero really swinging the bats well here. Great job. In the ballgame, we're both two for two, and the Cougars uh, come back quick with a run here in the top of the fourth inning. That's exactly what you want to see your guys do. Give up a three spot and down two, and you you cut that lead in half, and now you're down one with two really good swings there by a couple of guys that need to start getting going. So it's nice to see them going today with two hits each. Well, Keith gets the day off yesterday, comes back and really swinging it. Two for two as uh, McIntyre, he had an RBI single his first time up. He will step in against the lefty Corbin Powers. And here's the first pitch from Powers. There's a little chopper right behind home plate, right off the end of the bat. McIntyre has sneaky power. We've seen him hit a home run this year already in the opening series against Northridge, but he's got some just scary pop when he gets a hold of it. Just well, he, to, you know, last night hit the ball over the left fielder's head yeah. in this ballpark. Yeah, it's hard to do. Tough to do, especially yeah. for a left-handed hitter going the opposite way. Here's the 0-1 to McIntyre, and that's over for a strike, 0-2. Fastball right in on the hands on the inside corner. This is where he likes to go to the slider away to get McIntyre to uh, to chase at it. No balls, two strikes. Powers a long look in it as catcher 
Montgomery's got the sign. Kringle, pretty good lead at first base, and the pitch. McIntyre fouls this one off. Looked like a, just a straight change yeah, in on the inner half. Normally, might have hit him off the foot. Yeah, normally left-handed pitchers don't throw change-ups to left-handed hitters because it breaks into their barrel where their natural swing is. But uh, he did right there, and it was a good pitch that just fouled off. 0-2. And here's the pitch to Power, or to um, McIntyre, and he swings. And he is out. Swing and a miss, two men out. And that will bring uh, Perns to the plate. Jared Perns had a, a bunt single his last time up as he pushed one down the first base side. Both teams now with six hits. Portland leading uh, four to three as we play the top of the fourth here on the campus of uh, University of Portland. First pitch outside, ball one. Hunter Montgomery, uh, not a lot of confidence, I think, in that throwback to the pitcher. Yeah, just kind of lobs, lobs it, it back to him. It definitely if a, does. If you were a base runner, you could literally probably steal a base on that if you had good enough speed. Yeah. Snuck off the bag a little bit when he let it go, take off. Here's the one ball pitch. That's outside. 2-0 and the count. Noah Hill in the on-deck circle for BYU. Cougars with two in the second. They've scored one here in the fourth. Double by Favero, and then uh, Kringlin singled him in. And here's a 2-0 pitch. Ball fouled back. And the count now 2-1. and one. They've really done a good job this series with Perns, keeping everything away, away, away. And early in the season when Perns got hot, He's doing a good job hitting the ball to right field. But uh, lately he's been more pull happy and been pulling off those pitches. And another one right there that just fouled back, kind of trying to pull it, which was a fastball running away. Two balls, one strike. Another throw to first. Cougars next game Tuesday night. Up down in uh, Tucson against University of Arizona, Pac-12 opponent. Only one game next week uh, with finals happening at school. And the Cougars will pick it up the next week. Pitches up high, ball three. Cougars will play Utah the following Tuesday. And then... um, San Diego at home, I think. San Diego at home on the 26th, 27th, and 28th of April before going on a nine-game road trip up into the Bay Area, St. Mary's, San Francisco, Cal, and Stanford. Ball four. So... Perns walks. Runners at first and second base, and Noah Hill steps in. Has some important games for the Cougars that nine game trip with a couple of uh, non conference Pac 12 schools thrown in, Cal and uh, Stanford. Stanford's like 29 and 4 this year, like number two team in the country. They've also got Utah sandwiched in that nine games up in Salt Lake. So yeah, come home for a day, play them, and then go back on the road yeah. and head out. So Going to get uh, used to the Bay Area this year, right? Yes, we are. San Francisco, I love going there. Just 
I mean, I love the. I, lo- I like to visit the city, but yeah. the, the ballpark is so unique. So it interesting. is so unique. That right field wall is unbelievable with the line up there, and yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting. Uh, I, I keep telling Cougar fans if you ever get a chance and have the urge to come and watch BYU on the road, that would be a ballpark you'd want to see. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing like it. And it used to really be odd before they made all the changes, the renovation, but still interesting. Cool, we get to go play at Cal, which I've never seen before. Never, I've never done a game at Cal. Yeah, I hear that if it rains there, the visiting dugout turns into a swimming pool. <laughs> Well, let's hope for dry weather. Yeah, then. it all drains into that. That's what the uh, University of Utah coaches were telling us. Two men out, runners at first and second. Chance for Hill, and there's a base hit into left center field. Might be extra bases. One run scores. Two runs are going to score. And Noah Hill with a big two-out, two-RBI double, and the Cougars lead 5-4. to four. Noah Hill jumped on the first pitch he saw, hit it in the gap in left center field, and the Cougars have put three on the board here in the top of the fourth inning. Yeah, great swing there. Got a fastball right down the middle, line drive into left center that got to the wall. And because it got to the wall and Perns has good speed, is able to score from first. Great answer inning right there. Cougars with uh, three hits in the inning along with a walk. And they answer the three that the Portland Pilots put up with uh, three of their own. And that'll bring the top of the order, Brennan Anderson, who's 0 for 2 today. And Anderson hits the ball pretty well. Right fielder going back. He's going to get there, Kim, make the catch for the out. But the Cougars score three on three hits. No errors. One man left. We're through three and a half. 5-4 Cougars over the Pilots on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. back Cougar baseball here in the bottom of the fourth Justin Sterner number 18 is now into pitch for the Cougs Matt Kelly leading off for your pilots well bottom of the fourth with Sterner on the hill Kelly top of the order Matt Kelly has uh, struck out and single in the ball game Justin Sterner the Freshman, you've seen him progress as the year's gone on. Got good arm. First pitch over the inside corner for call strike one. Yeah, 89-92 type arm, good slider. And for him, it's just about the, he's really come back from his mission and just trying to get that his arm and leg back in shape and get that confidence again. This is Sterner's eighth appearance. He's got a couple of starts, another fastball. This one on the outside corner for a strike in 15 innings has seven strikeouts. In with him. He's walked 12 in those 15, so he has battled with his control. But more early in the year, he's been better as of late. Last weekend against Santa Clara, he had a couple big-time relief innings for us in that Game 3 comeback. Here's the 0-2 just off the plate. Ball one. Good miss right there. Close. Justin Sterner for the Cougars, a 6'1", 200-pound freshman, Laguna Niguel, as we mentioned. On a mission right out of high school, so back uh, as a uh, true freshman. 
Curveball. Blasted into left field. Base hit by Kelly. Turned into a hit parade today, isn't it? Yes, it has. Both teams with seven hits through just the first three plus innings. That'll bring up uh, Chad Stevens. He is grounded out and singled and knocked in a run today. His 11th RBI of the year. So Stevens will step in. Cougars leading 5 4 here in the fourth inning. And the first pitch from Sterner is outside ball one. We're mentioning between innings. Boy, the bottom of that order for the Cougars have done all the damage today. Yeah, all seven hits have been from the five through nine hole. Yeah. One and all the count. And Sterner's pitch is a little bit low for ball two. No, he's uh, hitting himself in the leg there because he, he sticks that pitch. He probably gets it called. Yep. Popped out of his glove. 2-0 to count to uh, Stevens. Pitch is fouled straight, uh, straight back. The runner was gauging right there. He took three or four hard steps like he was going and then shut it down. Two balls and a strike to Stevens. Throw to first. And uh, Matt Kelly, who's got five steals on the year, back in safely. Again, a throw to first. And again, uh, Kelly scampers back into the bag safely. Two balls and one strike to uh, Chad Stevens. Pitch is popped up. Playable for Brian Sue outside first base. Wind uh, takes it out of play. That's an easy out that just barely gets out of play. Kent goes two and two to Stevens with uh, Bo Brundage on deck. Here's to Portland, founded in 1901. They started playing baseball in 1923. Name is the Pilots, purple and white uh, colors here of the Portland uh, Pilots. Another throw to first. This team um, in part of a uh, three-phase renovation project here. They've uh, replaced the the fence and the field portion a couple years ago. Now they're working on getting the, the grandstand clubhouse areas finished up. I'd be curious to see a, a design model and what they kind of want to do with this place. Portland team beat Oregon early in the week uh, in extra innings, 9-7. Big non-conference win. Beat you know, the Cougars here Thursday night, 4-3. Cougars came back last night with a 6-2 victory. And BYU ahead 5-4 here. And the bottom of the fourth, there goes the runner. Ball fouled down the first base side. Hit and run there. 
Yeah, it was almost a balk there by Sterner. He almost didn't pause, and it was quick. Yeah, Portland really loves to run, don't they? Hit and run and yep. run, steal. They just love to take off. Santa Clara liked to do that as well, but we shut them down. Yep. Threw them out four or five times, and they just couldn't do it anymore. Two and two. Here's Sterner's pitch. Curveball. Ball hit out to Perns. He's coming over, and he'll make the catch for out number one. Perns really gets a good jump on most balls. Yeah, he does. Sees the ball well off the bat. Ball was slicing away from him. You thought it might be a little tougher play, but he was able to get there and square that ball up and look at the base runner, actually, before he even caught the ball to make sure he, he didn't think he could move up. Yeah. Well, and he naturally has been an infielder his whole life. He actually played the infield both years at CSN until later in the year last year they moved him to the outfield. He came in trying to win a job at third base or center this year, just a really good athlete. And he naturally, when you just hit him fly balls in the outfield, it's like, hey, you should be out here your whole entire life because you really have just a natural instinct to go get baseballs. Got a good arm, he, too, as we saw he really early does. in the series. Yeah. Brundage steps in, and the first pitch wow. is, I guess, up a little bit high. Boy, it looked like a right over the heart of the plate. Yes, it did. I think Brundage thought it was a strike also. So one ball, no strikes to uh, Bo Brundage. Runner going, pitches up, throw down, and runner going to be safe. He's going to move on to third base. Got to keep that in the infield. Noah Hill short hopped to Schneeman. He couldn't love it. And then uh, Brennan Anderson behind him couldn't love it. So the runner moves to third base. Both guys couldn't hold on to it, and that's one of those ones you just have to keep him there. Especially with Brunage up. He's a guy that he just doesn't strike out. He puts the ball in play. This is almost a guarantee run for the Pilots because that's just what he does. Two balls, no strikes. With now a runner at third base, there's a looper foul down the third baseline. Cougars back in the infield, willing to give up the run for the out here on the the stolen base and the air. The air was on uh, Noah Hill on the on the throw, but very rarely do you see a couple of infielders get a pretty yeah. good look at that ball, and neither one of them could come up with it. Brundage's pitch is uh, up high, three and one. I know Coach won't be happy about that. He always gets on those middle infield guys about, hey, keep the ball in the infield. Do whatever it takes to smother that ball. And Schneeman usually always yeah. keeps it there. It's not like him. Pitch to Brundage is down low. So Brundage with a walk. Runners at the corners for the Pilots, and Daniel Lopez will come up. Lopez, dangerous hitter. Got him listed at 6'1", 190. You're talking about that last night. Doesn't look near that big, but he's got some good pop in that bat. Yeah, you see Noah Hill standing next to him, and they're pretty close in height, and, and Noah's nowhere close to six foot. But he's got power and had a good swing. Lopez is grounded out. Also had an RBI and a sacrifice fly, and Cougars are hoping for a ground ball right here. Here's the pitch to Lopez, and that is down low, ball one. 
Sterner started the inning by giving up a single. Then he got uh, Stevens to fly out. He's now walked uh, Brundage. Wind is really picking up yeah, again. Wind blowing directly in from right field. Boy, if I'm an outfielder, in fact, I think McIntyre probably a little deep out there and left. As hard as that wind's blowing. Even though Lopez has got pretty good power. There's a ground ball hit down to Farrow. He's going to come home, and he is safe at the plate. Favero, that might have been his only play. I think but so. The throw was... Uh, not uh, a good throw to Noah Hill. Was able to knock it down. A run does score. It was hit so soft that he probably didn't have a shot to throw him out at first. Just to throw offline. Tough break there by the Cougs. We're all tied up 5-5. And uh, Cody Hawkins steps in. Now, Favero there, I think he had a choice of either coming home or trying to get Lopez at first. Almost like a swinging bunt. Yeah. Decided to come home through to the inside part of uh, home plate. And Noah Hill just unable to put the tag on. There's a swing and a miss by Hawken for strike one. So both teams have scored five runs. Both teams with seven base hits. And Hawken, who has grounded out and uh, been hit by a pitch, steps back in. And that pitch is inside. One and one the count. The more you watch this game, you more uh, Jacob Asher back there. Pretty tight zone. Yeah, it really is. The uh, home plate umpire. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Curve ball down low, ball two. Portland with a right-hander up and beginning to throw in the pin. As Sterner's thrown 18 pitches so far here in the inning. Need a ground ball right here. 2-1 2-1 pitch, ball hit out to Schneeman. Off the glove of Schneeman. Another run will score. And Portland with runners at first and third. Base hit. Up the middle, Schneeman just got his glove out. And uh, Portland's taking the lead now, 6-5. to five. Well, and really, the ball was hit really hard up the middle. But where the runner was leading off, it really shielded the Sneeman from really getting a good read at that and kind of tried to dive and reach for it. If that runner's not there, he probably sees that better and, and probably turns it into a double play. Ryan Kim now steps in. Runners at the corner. Still only one man out. Portland has scored uh, two in the inning to take the lead back. Ryan Kim will come to the plate. Kim has uh, singled and walked in the game. Sterner has given up uh, three base hits in the inning. He has walked a batter. And the first pitch from Sterner is outside ball one. 
There's the pitch, ball fouled off by Ryan Kim. Well, the Cougars come back with three in the fourth to take a two-run lead, and and then uh, Portland right back with two more. Yeah, it's one of those days where every ball that's hitting play right now is finding holes, and pitchers don't really have a say in anything right here, do they? Cougars have got their third guy out there. Perone started Burrup in relief, and now Justin Sterner. One ball, one strike. And that pitch is outside for ball two. Ryan Kim, the uh, sophomore out of Boise. He runs well, too. Be hard to double him up. He's going to have to hit it hard at somebody. Steps back in. And again, Sterner. Makes the move to third, then looks at first. No throws made. Two balls and a strike. Swing and a miss. Two and two. Yeah, good downward till on that pitch right there. Throw another one of those. Two balls, two strikes, one out, two men in. With runners at the corners for Portland. And here's the pitch. Ball fouled straight back. Cougars uh, seven wins, seven losses in the conference. Portland five and nine in the conference. And here is Sterner's 2-2 pitch. Popped up foul out of play. Good battle right here. With San Francisco losing, they dropped to 10-3 on the year. LMU moves up to 8-5, so they're in first and second place. Gonzaga drops to 7-6 with a loss at Pacific. Pepperdine won, so they're 7-6, just as the Cougars are. St. Mary's lost. They uh, go to 6-7 six and seven on the year. Pitches outside, ball three. Can't see the Cougar bullpen, but uh, for sure, there are, I'm sure there are guys down there throwing. Sterner with the 3-2 pitch. That's way outside ball four. So Sterner has given up two walks, three hits. Still only one man out. And Mike Littlewood out of the dugout. We're going to the pen. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
new pitcher, Kendall Motes, for the Cougars. He will inherit a bases-loaded situation with one man out. Portland has put two on the board here to take a 6-5 lead. Sterner gave up three hits. He walked two batters. And the three guys out there, his responsibility is Motes will take over. Hoogerwert will step in. He is uh, singled and also had a sack fly RBI in the game. Bases loaded for Portland as they try to add to their one-run lead. Need to find a way to minimize this inning right here. And the first pitch from Kendall Motes inside ball one. Wind uh, continuing to gust and blow here in the ballpark. No rain as of yet, but uh, scheduled to come in a little bit later today. As Motes' 1-0 pitch, that ball's hammered foul over into the bullpen area of uh, Portland. Hoogerwerf, uh, he swung the bat. Whenever he's swinging it, he's hitting it hard in the series. Yeah, he's a big, strong kid. We've seen his power at work. He'll step back in, a ball and a strike. Rungi is on deck for the Pilots. There's a ground ball out to Anderson. Could be. No, Brennan boots it. Brennan boots it. Oh, my goodness. That could have been two. Double play waiting to happen. A little short hop, and Anderson unable to make the play. A run scores. Bases are still loaded. Exactly what you wanted right there. Brennan just couldn't make the play. Tough play. I mean, is one of those high hoppers that kind of short hop you, but that's a play you expect him to make. So Portland with three in the inning, still one man out, and Rungi steps in, seventh guy or eighth guy to come to the plate. He has singled and walked in the game, and the first pitch from Motes. Is a curveball that drops in for a strike. Yeah, when that ground ball was hit, I thought there's your there's your double play ball. That's exactly. And like what like you, you said, it wasn't necessarily an, an easy play, but it's one uh, we've seen Brennan make before. So now Portland with a two run lead. Motes's pitch high and tight. One ball and one strike. Googles were fortunate that ball didn't. Lance off his glove and go into the outfield. Yeah. Another run would have scored. Definitely are. Schneeman was there to glove the ball out of the air and almost tried to do a little swipe tag at the runner coming by from first base. There's a ground ball. Schneeman's got it. He'll go to second for one. The return to first. Oh, High throw. Man. Another error by Anderson. Another run scores. Well, it doesn't count as an error right. because you can't assume a double play, but it's a double play that if you throw it to his chest, it's a double play. You're out of the inning. It's you got to help your pitchers out. Score now 8-5 to five, Portland. Runners at first and third base. And that will bring the Hunter Montgomery, the number nine hitter, in the uh, lineup. Again, Motes has done a pretty good job getting ground balls. And, again, that ball, big high hopper out to Schneeman. Uh, but, again, normally 
You make that play, good throw. He had him by a good step. But the high throw pulled uh, Sue off the bag and allowed another run to score. Here's the one ball pitch, high and tight. 2 and all the count. Yeah, he did exactly what he's supposed to do. Come and get two back-to-back round ball, double play balls, and you just can't turn them. This would be a one-run game, and now it's a three-run game. With They've still got a shot to even extend that even more here. Still got to find a way, minimize this, and get back in the dugout and play catch-up. Pitch from Motes is down low. This is the guy you want. Yeah, I'm not sure why three straight to curveballs with the top of the order. Uh, Kelly up next. I know that's a good pitch, but he's got to throw strikes here. 3-0 pitch. That's a fastball. Inside ball four. Another walk. How many walks is that on the day for the staff? That's three this inning. Seven total. Seven walks. In uh, less than four innings. Unbelievable. And this one getting dangerously close to getting out of hand here. Yes, it is. This is the guy you don't want up either. Kelly steps in. He led the inning off with a single up for the second time. Fourth time in the ball game. And the first pitch has popped up. Brian Sue, first baseman, about the same spot he dropped the ball yesterday, makes the catch this time. And the uh, Pilots with four runs, they got those four runs on three base hits. There, were, there was one error, three big runners left on. We're through four complete now, 8-5, Portland leading BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Brent Norton. Go Cougs. the top of the fifth. Cougars down 8-5. Portland with a single run in the second, three in the third, four more in the fourth. Cougars, a couple of errors in the inning. Have just not played a clean game here today. In the rubber match, Cougars won last night after Portland had won game one and Daniel Sneeman steps in. Sneeman's grounded back to the pitcher and has struck out and he Fouls the first pitch off for strike one. Tate Budnick, the new pitcher. Budnick caught the first two games for Portland. Now in there on the mound in relief of Corbin Powers. Budnick, an ERA of about four. There's a ball heading to left field. That's a base hit for Sneeman. First hit for Daniel in the series. That's a nice relief pressure for Sneeman to see a ball land fair in fair territory. <laughs> he can get on first base. It's been a minute. Good job, Snee. He just has so much pressure right now on him. He feels it, and he's a very emotional kid, and you can tell that he just really wants to do it so badly that he just wears it on his shoulders every single game. Brian Sue steps in. Sue's 0 for 2. Struck out in the first, grounded out in the third inning. Cougars with two in the second, three in the fourth to take a a two-run lead. But then Portland came back with four of their own in the bottom of the fourth on 
Just three base hits, three walks. And the Cougars having to battle back again here. Yeah, a lot of baseball left. A lot of innings left. It's got to chip away and then put up zeros. Sue, the Cougar first baseman, steps back in. He swings and misses at a changeup. And the count now, one ball and one strike. can't imagine Budnick's arm feeling great. You just caught two games in a row and now you're pitching. Must have a rubber arm, huh? Budnick is senior. You don't see catchers pitching no, too often. No, you don't. Out of uh, now, when you're a kid, you do. But Edmonds, Washington, he played J.C. Ball at Everett to junior college. A lot of J.C. kids on this roster. And the pitch to Sue popped up. Catcher behind home plate is there, and he'll make the catch for the out. Oh, big out right there for the Pilots. Yeah, Sue's not seeing it well today. Hasn't taken great swings. One man out, and Brock Hale steps in. Brock 0 for 2. He's got five hits in the series in 11 at-bats as an RBI. As the wind just really continues to swirl. Coach Stillwood talked about that on the pregame show. You know, the left field flagpole looks like it's blowing in from left, but it feels like it kind of circles the field. It really does. Hale hammers this one right center field. That's going to drop in base hit. Runner Cougars will have runners at first and third base with one man out. And Favero coming to the plate. So the Cougars now battling back. Yeah, good up bat there by Brock. Fastball elevated. They took the other way. Cougars have actually out hit now Portland. Nine to eight. Portland's been good about, uh, uh, you know, throwing strikes. They haven't walked. Uh, that's that's really go- what's gotten the Cougars in trouble this afternoon yeah, is on the mound. Walk, yeah. Seven walks seven and four walks. innings. That's kind of been their undoing. There's also been a couple errors on the BYU team that have hurt. And here is Budnick's pitch. That ball's hit. Second baseman's got a run will score. So Favero with the ground out picks up the RBI. Score now 8-6. to f- uh, six. Yeah, I mean, good team bat there. You're just trying to chip away. be nice to get a hit there and keep this rally going, but... You really did what you could. You advanced the runner to second. Now he's in scoring position, and then you scored a run. So good team at bat there, and see if Kringlin can stay hot this game and, and add one more. Kringlin two for two on the day with an RBI. He steps back in with Brock Hale at second base. And here's the first pitch to Keaton, and that's down low ball one. <laughs> Cougars with two in the second, three in the fourth, one so far here in the sixth. And maybe a base hit away from uh, bringing it back to a one-run deficit. Yeah, that would be huge. Cougars could get some uh, consistency on the mound, keep battling back offensively. Pitch to Kringlin, that one drops in for a strike. 
Keaton, uh, 301 average as he steps in. The telling stat on, on Keaton this year, runners in scoring position, only hitting 194. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Kringlin. Ball popped out of play. And, you know, Kringlin, the first two years, that's where he was yeah, so good. So good. You get a kid up there with two outs and guys in scoring position, he came through, seemed like, almost every time. Yeah, it was unbelievable. He's been a 35-plus RBI guy his whole career. And this year, just sitting on, what, nine now? But, eight. Uh, eight. Well, I think he got his ninth. Oh, he did get one today. Yeah. I've been looking at that eight for, yeah, for a, a week. while. Yeah. Kringlin, 23 RBIs his first year, 55 last year. And Kringlin swings and misses. Yeah, ball Goes four down there. on strikes. Cougars, one run, two hits, no errors, one man left. We are through four and a half, eight, six. Portland over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the fifth, eight-six. Portland leading the Cougars. Chad Stevens will lead it off. He's one for three today. He'll go against the fourth pitcher for the Cougars, Kendall Motes, into the ball game. Perone went two plus innings. Uh, Burrup uh, didn't last long, as did uh, Justin Sterner, less than an inning. And Motes in there did a pretty good job. Cougars just couldn't uh, defensively turn anything for him. Would have saved their uh, Cougars a couple of runs, and the 1-0 pitch is inside for ball two. Yeah, you turn a couple of double, you turn just one of those double plays, and it's a it's know, over. It's yeah. a six-six game at the worst right now. Motes one win, no losses, 4.26 earned run average. This is his seventh appearance. He's only thrown six innings for BYU, and the ball is line foul down the third baseline by uh, Matt Kelly, or uh, by Chad Stevens. The Pilots uh, hit around in the third inning, scoring those four runs. Ball hit pretty well. McIntyre going over. He is there and makes the catch. Boy, McIntyre battling that wind out there had to go back on the warning track ball hit really well by chad stevens yeah it pushed it right back to him didn't it yep. he almost overran it because that was in the gap and he was taken off and all of a sudden it kind of pushed back towards him and he caught it kind of had to stop and plant himself and had to reach around yeah good play to make the catch one man out and bo brundage now steps in brundage is grounded out has singled and has walked. He scored two of the eight runs for Portland. And the first pitch from Motes is up a little bit high, ball one. Cougars just need Motes to give them two or three good innings here. Take a little bit of pressure off that bullpen, and there's a little looper. Perns going over in center. He's there, has to come in and make the catch for out number two. All you got to do, hit the ball in the air here, and there's not a whole lot of chances. There could be a whole lot of damage. I mean, yeah. the outfielder playing pretty shallow in this ballpark. Both those balls were hit pretty well. Lopez now steps in. He had an RBI single his last time up. He's got two on the on the day. He leads the 
Pilots with 28 RBIs now. And here is uh, Motz's first pitch, a little bit inside, ball one. We're in the bottom of the fifth. 8-6, Pilots over the Cougars. Both starters out of the ball game. This is kind of what you would think of a third game of a yeah. three-game set. Didn't you expect get, it to be too this too this early, yeah, though. Kind of deep into the bullpen. Ball's fouled off. Of course, Kendall Motes, known as the winning pitcher in last year's West Coast Conference uh, Tournament Championship game when he was outstanding for BYU. Yes, he was. Uh, Cougars came back, beat Gonzaga twice in that doubleheader and took home the crowd. Pitch a little bit low, two and one the count. Cougars advanced to the regional down at Stanford where they beat, uh, had one win against Sacramento State. Two balls and one strike to Lopez. There's a line drive, foul ball. Boy, just foul down the third baseline. Would have been extra bases for Lopez. I think the wind got a hold of that yeah. one, too, because that was it. over Nate Favero's head in the air <laughs> and then hooked foul. That's unbelievable. It hooked and had a little boost from that yes, uh, it did. wind. Two balls, two strikes, the count. To Lopez. And the pitch, a little bit low for a ball. Full count. Oh, got to come get him right here. Sunshine out brightly now on the ballpark. 3-2 pitch all the way back to the screen. Lopez with a walk. Eighth walk given up by the staff here. And four and two-thirds innings. Now, Cougar struck out, what, 14 times on Thursday night. Pretty tough to win a game when you do that. And you walk eight guys in the first four and two-thirds. Pretty tough to win a game when you do that. A recipe for disaster on both those cases. Hawkins steps in. He is one for two today. And the first pitch is a strike. Cody Hawkins grounded out to the shortstop. Schneeman in the second inning. Hit by a pitch in the third. Had an RBI single in the fourth. Here's the 0-1. When you look at that bullpen, I'm not sure about uh, the chances of uh, Inouye coming back. He threw two and two-thirds yesterday, threw 41 pitches. Zimmerman threw 19. Yeah, Zim definitely can come back. Blake, maybe. They got got him. him. Picked him off first base as Lopez is picked off. And that will do it in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. We are through five complete now. 8-6 Portland over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. 
quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now, let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. McIntyre steps in, takes the first pitch outside. Now a pitch on the inside corner. One ball and one strike to McIntyre. He's one for two today. Had an RBI single in the second. Struck out in the fourth. And he's going against Tate Budnick. Pitch is well outside for a ball. Two balls and a strike to the Cougar freshman. He'll be followed by Perns and then Noah Hill. 2-1 pitch to McIntyre. Popped up foul out of play. Portland leading this one 8-6 as we start play here in the sixth inning. Mitch McIntyre batting from the left side. Takes that one down low, three and two. Good take right there on that changeup. McIntyre. This is bat hitting 304 on the year with the one for two performance today. And here's the three two pitch. Big high hopper. Second baseman's got it. Quick throw to first in time. Good play there by Colin Rungi to dig that one off the turf for the first out of the inning. Yeah, really good play. McIntyre can really run, and he was able to backhand that and make a good play to get the leadoff hitter out. One man out, and Pern steps in. Had a bunt single and an RBI in the second. Walked in the fourth. He's been on both times, and first pitch from Tate Budnick is uh, over the outside corner for a strike. Budnick with a long look in at Hunter Montgomery is a battery mate there, and here's the pitch. Perns uh, fouls that one at the plate, and uh, Jarrett behind in the count 0-2. Jarrett uh, back in the second inning had that push punt down the first baseline that kind of a safety squeeze trying to just yep. get that run across, and instead they ended up with a, an RBI and a base hit. Here's Budnick's pitch, and uh, Pern swings and misses. Two men out. And Noah Hill coming up. Noah, big uh, double with knocked in two his last time up in the fourth. Noah, one of the juniors from Flower Man. There's three of them on this team. Casey Jacobson, third baseman. Uh, McKay Jacobson and, uh, and Noah Hill. Cougars nine hits. They've committed a couple of errors, and the first pitch to Hill is a curveball drops in for a strike. Yeah, Budnick's doing a good job of this inning of throwing his breaking ball for a strike and getting in good counts. Here's Tate Budnick, the right-hander. Ball fouled off by Hill, and the count 0-2. Budnick throwing strikes here, as you'd said. Yeah, it really is. One of the games uh, being played uh, this afternoon, I think you mentioned it was the uh, Pepperdine Pepperdine game at Santa Clara. We'll try to update you on that. That's probably been going here an hour or so. 
And here's the 0-2. That's up high. Pepperdine leading Santa Clara 2 to nothing. It's in the sixth inning there. Beat him seven to nothing last night. So Santa Clara uh, four and nine now, and just unable to score runs here lately. Cougars swept the Broncos last week in Provo, but they were all pretty competitive, uh, really low run games. Two balls, two strikes to Noah Hill. And Noah fouls that pitch off. Hill now with uh, four RBIs on the year after the double that knocked in two here earlier today. Noah Hill, a 282 average as he came into the game. Now has 12 hits. And here's the 2-2. Hill pops this one up foul. A good battle here by Noah. Not giving in. Become a little more gray and dark uh, in the ballpark as the clouds as they were. Although the forecast, uh, we just looked at it, looked a little better this weekend or this uh, yeah. this afternoon. That pitch is down low for ball three. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, it's kind of pushed away a little bit. It's showing only 10, 20% chance of rain for the next couple hours. When earlier it showed by the three o'clock, it was by two o'clock, it was supposed to be about 80% chance of showers. And we'll see. It could change in an hour. Three, two. Hill fouls another one off. So Noah Hill up there battling, getting the start here in game three. Hill steps back in. Tate Budnick. Here's the pitch, and Hill hits this ball pretty well. Center fielder Brundage going back, makes the catch for the out. Cougars retired in order here. In the sixth, no runs hits or errors. We're through five and a half. Eight six, Portland over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Bottom of the sixth we go. Brent Norton, Tucket Slade, bringing you BYU baseball here on BYU Radio as well as ESPN 960, 94.5, Sears Channel 143. Lots of different places you can find all the BYU baseball broadcasts. Cody Hawkins steps in. Hawkins was at the plate when uh, Daniel Lopez was picked off of first base in the last inning. And Hawken pops it up foul out of play. Hawken, the uh, junior out of Vancouver. 6'2", 230 pounder. One for two today. For Hawken. And Kendall Motes pitch a little bit inside. One ball and one strike. Moltz has now gone an inning and two-thirds, given up uh, 
No runs or hits. Has a couple of walks to his credit. Oh, oh. got away from most all the way back to the screen. And the count now two and one. Just a bit high right there, huh? Sailed up and over the umpire's head all the way to the screen. Pitch is lined foul down the third base side, and the count evens up at two balls, two strikes to Hawk, and he'll be followed by Ryan Kim and then Ryan Hugerworth. We are in the bottom of the sixth, and the Pilots leading the Cougars here 8-6. Ball fouled up and out of play off the first base side. Well, Kendall's done a good job of coming in and competing, throwing strikes and trying to keep this game close. Here's Moat's 2-2 pitch. That's down low. Cougars uh, still have Kenny Sines out in the bullpen along with Jake Sudruth, two guys they haven't used. Parkinson, Rhett Parkinson, the lefty, threw very few pitches on Thursday. He he would be available. Ball grounded foul down the third base side, so there's still some options down there if the Cougars need to go deeper into the pen. Well, now you're getting to the point in the game, too, that uh, six inning on, you can start to go to those back-end guys. Three balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch from Motes. Strike three called. Very delayed yeah. call by the umpire. The batter actually taking two steps back, uh, back toward the dugout before the before umpire rung him up. Yeah. <laughs> well, he first said strike, and I'm like, well, is, it looked like it, but is he going to call it? Uh, okay, he called it. Yeah, pretty Pretty lackadaisical, this umpire. Not not that he's a bad umpire, but yeah. just his, uh, you know, the reaction and things that he does. Ryan Kim steps in. First pitch inside. Kim has singled and walked twice in the game. And the first pitch from Motes is inside. Kendall wants a different baseball. Didn't like the one he had. Umpire checking it over. Uh, put that one back in his pocket, looks like. Yep. <laughs> we'll give it back <laughs> to him next time. Yeah. You had to put that in the left pocket over there, so he'll, he'll go to that deeper, maybe yeah. at the top of the seventh when yeah. uh, Portland's out there. That pitch is down low, 2-0. and oh. It always baffles me how how you can throw a 50-footer that spikes in front of the plate. It's hard to do. Two balls, no strikes to Ryan Kim. Swing and a miss. Good pitch there by Motes, 2-1. and one. Cougars, the free passes and the errors have really hurt this BYU team this, uh, this yeah, ball game. That's the difference. 
Here's the 2-1. That pitch is, again, bounces about three feet in front of the plate for ball three. And I guarantee you Moats can be on a short leash here. Coach uh, yeah. Littlewood sees a couple of those pitches. And uh, poor yeah. Noah Hill. Yeah, that's not fun as a catcher. Again, can't see the bullpen, but uh, guaranteed there are people down there throwing. Here's the 3-1. Down low, ball four. That's the eighth or ninth free bag this game. Ninth. Ninth. That'll bring uh, Hugerworth to the plate. Uh, yeah, Hugerworth to the plate. He has singled, had a sacrifice fly, picked up an RBI, and was on by way of an error on Anderson his last time up there. And the first pitch is outside, ball one. Again, you can't tell if anybody's in the bullpen. You assume they are at this point of the game, but really hard to tell who's even down there. Pitch has popped up foul, one and one the count. Ball and a strike, one man out. As we play the bottom of the sixth inning here in Portland. Hoogerworth, the uh, DH. Checked his swing, went around. No, he didn't go around. Check that. Yeah, Yeah. I was about to say. I mean, what is going on? Noah. Noah, come on. Noah probably thought thought that he called it, the umpire, but the umpire is so deliberate that. that One and two, I mean. That was clear as day. (laughs) <laughs> Only thing I can think of is a ball in the dirt, so Noah wasn't paying attention on the look. Well, but. I agree with you. I think Noah probably thought yeah. the home plate umpire had made the call. But, you know, getting him to make that call, I'm not sure if he makes a sound. It wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't make any because he's just so yeah. – what's another word? Lackadaisical is probably not the right word. But, Stoic. Uh, I don't know, something. But he's just, uh, you know, not letting it known what's going on. A swing and a miss by Hogerworth. He goes down on strikes. Two men down, and Colin Rungi steps in. Moats now uh, bouncing back after giving up the walk. He throws the first, and Ryan Kim back in safely. Here's the pitch, popped up. Should do it. Shallow center field. Anderson going mount. Here comes Perns. Comes in, makes the catch. Wind blowing it away from him, but Jarrett with a fine play, and that will do it for Portland in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. One man left. We're through six now. 8-6. Portland over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, sports fans. This is Jordan Wood, pitcher for the BYU baseball team, and you're listening in to the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Brennan Anderson will lead it off for the Cougars. He's 0 for 3 today, 1 for 11 with an RBI in the series. First pitch on the outside corner for a strike. Pepperdine now leading Santa Clara 3 to 2. That game in the seventh inning. Yeah, they're an hour behind ours, us, and they're uh, ahead of us. Brennan hitting 290 on the year. Second baseman for the Cougars. Pitch to Anderson, uh, swing and a miss at a change. And the count, one ball and two strikes. Brennan struck out in the first, popped up uh, in the infield in the third, and flew out to right field in the fourth inning. Here's the pitch from Budnick. Line drive right at the shortstop, Chad Stevens, who makes the play for the out. One man out, and uh, Daniel Sneeman steps in. Sneeman one for three today, singled in the fifth. Daniel uh, grounded out to the pitcher in the first, struck out in the third before his single. Tate Budnick, the uh, reliever for Portland's first pitch, is up a little bit high, ball one. He's come in and done a really good job. Gave up that one run in the fifth, but really keeping him off balance the last two and a third innings. Yeah, two and a third's given up uh, two hits, one run. The run was earned. There's a ground ball right at the first baseman. Colin Runge's got it and will step on the plate, or a first base bag for the out. Top of the order, just not getting it done for the Cougars. Yeah. Uh, Brian Sue also 0 for 3. It's really been the bottom of third of the order, starting with uh, Kringlin and Favero that have really uh, had an offensive impact in the game. Yeah, top of the order is 1 for 12 this game. Your first through three batters, and the other guys are have all the, have eight of the nine hits. First pitch to Brian Sue. That ball's fouled off. Sun has broken out again here in Portland for the final three innings of this game. Brian Sue will step back in and pitch its way outside for a ball. A ball and a strike to the junior out of San Ramon, California. Brian's average is dipped now down to 336. Had it hovering around 400 for about the first 20 games or so of the season. And Sue fouls that pitch off. (laughs) Cougars one game next week. That's down in Tucson. We'll have that for you 7 o'clock Utah time. The Wildcats of Arizona versus BYU. Take the rest of the week off for finals before uh, playing Utah the next Tuesday. There's a fly ball. Should be an easy play. Second baseman going out. Right fielder coming in. And they bang into each other. And the ball pops out of the glove of one of them. I couldn't tell for sure which one had the ball in his glove. But they hit into each other. And the ball popped out. So a big break right there for the Cougars with uh, Brock Hill coming to the plate. Yeah, definitely a big break right there. Matt Kelly had the ball in his glove, and then Kim knocked it out of him. 
So Kelly will get the air, E4. Big break for the Cougars, and we'll see if uh, Brock Hill can make him pay here in this situation. Absolutely. If there was a time I want Brock to leave the yard, it's right now. Hale is one for three, single his last time up. And Sue at first base. Here's the pitch from Budnick, and that's on the outside corner for a strike. You know, the situation with the wind here and, and the those pop-ups or the shallow fly balls of the outfield, I tell you, as an infielder and an outfielder, you've got to be communicating well because yes, you do. a wind uh, can play havoc. And that's exactly what happened right there. Pitch to Hale is outside, one and one. Brock Hale, 357 average as he steps up. He is one for three today. Leads the Cougars with uh, 24 RBIs. And here is Budnick's pitch. Brock swings at a pitch on the outer half. Got a little over-aggressive right there. It's probably going to be ball two. And he is behind in the count now. Uh, one ball, two strikes. Hale steps back in. And here is uh, Budnick, a quick throw to first base. And uh, Brian Sue back in safely. Brian, uh, four stolen bases this year. He's been thrown out three times. Need to find a way to get the next guy up right here, Brock. Ball, two strikes. Pitch to Hale. Hit hard right at Lopez. He'll go to second for the force. And the Cougars are retired here in the seventh inning. We're through six and a half. Eight six, Portland leading BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hunter Montgomery will lead it off for Portland. He's 0 for 2 with a walk. Freshman catcher out of Corona, California, will step in, batting from the right side against uh, Kendall Motes. First pitch ball hit very well. Perns going back in center, way back. He's not going to get there. It's up against the wall. And Montgomery with a leadoff double here on the first pitch he sees from Motes. Yeah, good swing right there. Elevated fastball that he just hammered into left center. Double by Montgomery will bring uh, Matt Kelly to the plate. That's the ninth hit for the Pilots in the ball game. And that will bring uh, Kelly to the plate. He is two for four today. Pair of singles in the third and the fourth inning. And Motes now, first pitch over for a strike. 
Kelly Worry number 20 on the back of that jersey. Every time the umpire calls a strike, a called strike to Kelly, he always looks back at the umpire like, I don't like that pitch. Umpires don't like that. That's the one thing I'll teach my son when it's time to play ball. Don't try to show up an umpire ever. Motes again, uh, looks in. Now Kelly calls timeout at the plate. First time uh, these lights were put in in the ballpark, 2016, a couple of years ago. As the pilots uh, with the new field uh, playing night games here. And I'm sure it's been a, a benefit to the program. Get a few more people in the stands. Right now, weather really nice. Probably the nicest we've had it the entire weekend. Yes, still cold, but at least sunny and dry, which is nice. 0-1-2. And here's the pitch from Motes. Big curveball. Swung on foul, tipped by Kelly. Just got a piece of it. The important run out there. Cougars down by two. Really can't afford to to give up any more yeah, with you really only can't. two at-bats left. Yeah, you got to keep it right there. Here's Motes again, the 0-2. Swinging, strike three. Good changeup right there. Kelly goes down on strikes for out number one, and that will bring uh, Chad Stevens to the plate. Stevens won for four today. Had an RBI single in the third. Stevens, a true freshman, Fox Island, Washington, struggled a little bit defensively in the series. Had three errors. Hitting uh, 273 as he steps in. Has 11 RBIs on the year. And the first pitch from Motes is down low, ball one. Stevens grounded out to the second baseman, Anderson, in the first. RBI single in the third. Flew out to Perns in center in the fourth and to McIntyre in left field in the fifth. There's a quick throw. Almost got him. Boy, good timing play. Yes, there it between was. Between Motes and Sneeman just about got Hunter Montgomery, the base runner. Good idea. I like it. We're on the same page. Good throw. Good tag. Just barely beat it. One ball, no strikes. And here's the pitch. That's up high. Two and all the count. Bo Brundage is on deck with one man out and a runner at second base. Kendall Motes in his uh, third inning of work. 2-0 pits. That's over for a strike. That's a quite delayed call there. It looked like it was for sure a strike, but it seemed like it was about two to three seconds before he called it's, it. It's getting more of a delay it, it as the is. game goes it on. It really is. Check the pulse of that guy. Yeah, my goodness. Get in the game. 
2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Good off speeds there by Motes. He's got that good change, and we saw it right there. Yeah, if he can throw his fastball first strike, he's got the change, and then he's got the, I call it the Bugs Bunny curveball, the big high looper. But when his changeup is going, he's really good. Pitch just fouled it off, two and two the count. Chad Stevens, shortstop here for Portland with a runner in scoring position. One man out here in the bottom of the seventh. Portland trying to add to their two-run lead. There's a ground ball out towards Sneeman. Daniels got it, throws the first in time for the out. Runner advances to third base on the putout. And that'll bring up Bo Brundage, the best hitter on this team with a runner at third base, two men out. Good pitch there. Ball right off the end of the bat. And uh, Schneeman able to charge that one and make the throw and make it look pretty easy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it looks like bringing in a lefty here. Coach is taking a visit. So Coach uh, Littlewood out. We're going to have a lefty brought in. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Parkinson on the hill for the Cougars. 1-0 on the year for Parkinson. His 17th appearance to lead the Cougars. And a good curveball to Bull Brundage. Over for a call strike. Parkinson a 1.93 earned run average. And, boy, you need a lefty like this on your staff. And Parkinson's been everything they'd hoped this year. Yeah, he's been fantastic this year for us. 0-1-1 the count. Another curveball just missed down low to the left-handed hitting uh, Brundage. It's funny, the home plate umpire, uh, Noah Hill, asked for that to be uh, looked at by the third base umpire and took the home plate umpire five seconds to realize what he was asking. He's at a different pace, that's for sure. Hey, it's his world, and we're living in it. 1-1 the count. Pitches inside, ball two. So two balls and a strike, 8-6. Portland leading the Cougars here as we play the bottom of the seventh inning. And here is Parkinson's 2-1 pitch. That drops in for a strike. Two and two, the count. Big pitch right here. Keep this to a two-run game would be crucial. Parkinson from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Another curveball just off the plate. Noah Hill thought he had the strike out there. Home plate umpire kept us all in suspense. Yes, he did. Got to come at him right here. Here's 3-2. Little blooper. Left field. Long run. For Favero over near the oh. out-of-play territory, makes the catch for the out. Great job by Parkinson to get Brundage. Retired, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through seven complete now. 8-6, Portland over BYU on your BYU, new skin BYU Sports Network. 
BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now, let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Nate Averill steps in for the Cougars as we go to the eighth inning. Cougars down by two. First pitch to Favero popped up in the infield. Catcher Montgomery battling that wind, able to make the catch right behind home plate. Yeah, not what the Cougars needed right there. A first pitch right down the middle, and he pops it up to the catcher. One man out, and Kringlin steps in. Chasing two runs right here. You just got to find a way to get base runners on. Keaton, a single in the second, single and knocked in a run in the fourth, struck out in the fifth. He's yeah, had a good day today. Had some good swings. Budnick, the reliever on the hill for Portland. And the first pitch is down low, ball one. Tate Budnick uh, now three and a third, giving up one run. On two hits, has not walked anybody, has two strikeouts. Well, and that's the key to a reliever. You come in and you pound the zone, make him earn it, which he has done. He's given up the one run, but been fantastic. You know, you start to walk guys, and that's when big innings happen. Kringlin steps back in. Here is Budnick's pitch. Kringlin pop up down the right field line. Right fielder going over, as is the first baseman and the second baseman, and it will uh, land foul. Now to play territory here at uh, Joe Etzel Field. So Kringlin uh, looking to get things started here for the Cougars in the eighth with uh, McIntyre on deck. Keaton, the junior, out of uh, Cedar City, picked up his ninth RBI of the year earlier in the game. And he hits one into left field, base hit. Keaton's third hit. Good job. Would it do your job there, Kring? Had a good day. Three hits on the day. And that'll bring McIntyre to the plate. Portland with a right-hander in the pen that's been warming. I think that's their closer who came in on Thursday. Yeah, that would be uh, Connor Knutson. Went in the inning, had a couple of strikeouts. Also walked a batter, but picked up his uh, third save of the year. As McIntyre steps in. And the pitch is way outside, ball one. Well, these are the guys that have been getting it done all day. Kringlin and McIntyre and Perns and all the, and Hill. These guys have had some big hits this, today. It's a beginning right here to get Mac- back in this game. McIntyre one for three, had an RBI single in the second, struck out in the fourth, and grounded out in the sixth inning. And here's the pitch. Ball hit very well. Center fielder Brundage going back, way back oh, on the track, makes the catch for the out. McIntyre smoked that baseball. I hate this place. Wind blowing in. If there's no wind and the wind's coming from right to left, it just holds that ball up. That ball should be off the wall, if not out of here. 
Oh, that's frustrating. Really good piece of hitting right there. Hit well by McIntyre. Two men out. And Jarrett Perns steps in. That ball was absolutely smoked. Yes, it was. By McIntyre. Ah, oh, the luck right there. As Perns is one for two, a single and a walk and a strikeout in the ball game, and Perns swings and misses for a strike. We are in the top of the eighth here in Portland. Cougars down by two. Cougars have out hit the Pilots 10-9. Cougars have committed two errors in the ball game. Portland one error. Budnick. Pitch is uh, outside for a ball. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's a curveball that just caught the outside corner, 1-2. and two. Well, Here comes that changeup he likes to go to. He rarely wants to put you away with the fastball. He's seen the fastball he was going to get. A ball and two strikes. And here's the pitch to Perns outside, two and two. Portland won game one here, 4-3 Thursday night. Cougars came back with a 6-2 victory last night. And Portland on top here, 8-6 as we play the top of the eighth inning. And here is Budnick's pitch popped up. Out of play down the first base side. That ball will uh, fall out of play just over the uh, wall. So Pern's still alive with a 2-2 count. Kringlin, the runner at first base, Pern's the potential tying run at the plate. Boy, it's very tough to hit that ball out of the ballpark right now as it's been the entire series. Wind blowing in. It's been the same the entire series. Blowing yes, it in has. From center field. And 2-2 pitch. Perns line drive right at the third baseman who makes the play. Gers, tough luck inning. Hit the ball hard three times. Nothing to show for it. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through seven and a half, eight six. Portland over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Daniel Lopez will lead it off. We are in the bottom of the eighth here in Portland. Lopez, Hawken, and Ryan Kim, the three scheduled hitters. Against Rhett Parkinson for the Cougars. And the first pitch to Lopez is fouled off for strike one. Cougars with two in the second, three in the fourth, one in the fifth. That's their six runs. Pilots with one in the second, three in the fourth, and four in the fourth, three in the second, three in the third, and four in the fourth. They've been held scoreless over the last three innings, as have the Cougars. 
It's been 8-6 since the uh, the fifth inning. As we are in the bottom of the eighth here. One ball, one strike to count to Daniel, uh, Daniel Lopez. Pitch again, a curveball a little bit inside for a ball. Lopez wearing number six on the back of that jersey. He is one for two today. He's walked and had a sacrifice fly along with a hit and a ground out. And that ball's fouled straight back. We were talking between innings. Parkinson had a couple of really rough outings early this year. And he's got his ERA down to below two. Yeah, if he didn't have those first two outings, he would have a fantastic ERA right now. 2-2 pitch. Line drive. Perns going over and right. Dives, makes the play. Again, Jared Perns, fantastic center fielder out there for the Cougars, able to dive and make the play for out number one. Yeah, really great play there by Perns. Ball was slicing away from him. Got a good jump. Saw it well off the bat. That's to get into that alley and make the catch. All or nothing type play. If you miss that, it's to the wall, maybe for a triple. Good play. Cody Hawkins steps in. Hawkins got one hit today, and there's that uh, nice curveball by Rhett Parkinson that drops in for a strike. I tell you what, Rhett has just been a huge cog to our back into the bullpen as a left-handed pitcher back there that's been – Something we really needed this year, and it's been awesome to see him do so well. Here's the 0-1 fly ball. That ball is going to be trouble. It's up into the corner in right field. Brock Hale picks it up, gets it in, but not before Hawking ends up with a double. And that ball, wind pushing that ball away from Hale. Had no chance to make the catch. Had to retrieve it over there in the corner. Yeah, well well placed. Didn't hit it very well. Just got in the right spot down the line. And as we talked about, uh, uh, Red Parkinson dealing with a torn labrum this year. And yeah. uh, ever since that happened, he's, he's just become a – and just had unbelievable stats. He really does. Ryan Kim, left-handed hitter, steps in. He has uh, singled and walked his last three times up. First pitch from Parkinson is over for a strike. Well, got himself into a little jam right here with the runner on second. Got to find a way to get out of it. Keep this to two and give us a chance in in the ninth. Parkinson again working from the stretch. Runner at second base. And here's the 0-1 pitch fly ball. Should be an easy play for McIntyre. Comes in, makes the play for the out. Every time a ball is hit in the air here, boy, you just kind of hold your breath. And you see the outfielder thinking, okay, I got it. And then all of a sudden he has to put on the, does, put on the yeah. jets to get there. It really does. <laughs> it just dies. Pepperdine uh, continuing to lead Santa Clara 3-2. That game bottom of the eighth with two out at Santa Clara. Hoogerwerf now will step in with a runner in scoring position. He's had a good weekend. 
And Parkinson on the hill. Hoogerworth struck out his last time up, and there's a curveball a little bit inside for a ball. Hoogerworth a single in the second. Knocked in a run with a sacrifice fly in the third. Was on by way of an error in the fourth and struck out in the sixth. As he steps in, he's hitting 276 on the year. And here's the pitch. A little bit low, ball two. Next broadcast will be Tuesday from Tucson. Cougars and Wildcats. Just a midweek one-game series. Curveball a little bit low for ball three. And with first base open, uh, might be pitching around this kid a little bit. Yeah. With uh, Colin Rungi up next. He's hitting under 200 for the year. He is one for three today. Had an RBI single his first at bat in the second. And here's the pitch to Hoogerwerf, and that's over for a strike. Boy, that strike call is becoming more delayed and delayed as the uh, day goes on. I you can know. hear the crack of the mitt. and then it <laughs> It's unreal. I've never seen anything like it. Have you? No. It's been a while. Yeah, he's... Uh, not argue with the ball strike, you know, with his with his zone. There's a ball hit right to Sneeman. This should do it. Daniel Love with it throws to first, and Portland retired here in the eighth. Curves are coming up in the ninth. Down by two, eight six on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey Cougar Nation, it's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Jake Brown's going to come in and pinch hit for Noah Hill. So Brown, the left-handed hitting uh, DH for the Cougars, will come up. Jake Brown uh, one for four in the game on Thursday night here. He did not have an at-bat last night. So Brown will come in and pinch hit for Hill. Cougars' last chance as we play the top of the ninth. They're down by two. Both teams with 10 base hits. Brown, Anderson, Sneeman do up. He's got to find a way to get a guy on base and make it interesting. And they will be going against the closer for the Pilots. And the first pitch to Brown is over for a strike. Connor Knutson through an inning here in game one. And uh, threw a perfect inning. Did not allow a run. Pitches down low, one ball and one strike. Interesting, fireworks early in this ball game and haven't seen a run yeah. scored since the fifth. Yeah. Portland hasn't scored a run since the fourth inning when they got uh, put up uh, their four spot. Pitch to Brown. That is uh, a little bit outside, two and one. 
It's funny, you can hear the mitt pop, and then we have to literally wait for two or three seconds to see if it's a ball or a strike. Yeah, I really do. Pitch to Brown, a little one-hopper out toward the... Then he can't make the play. He boots it. Chad Stevens really trying to rush it. A little nubber out there, and he uh, unable to make the play. That'll be the second error on Portland. And the Cougars alive here. Well, hey, maybe that's the, the break we need. That's the, the issue, I think, of being a 6'4 shortstop on that slow roller is you got to really get down low to get that. And he just pulled up a little too early. And, hey, got a leadoff runner on, down two runs. So I had a little pinch runner. Looks like Kobe Kelton most likely in the situation will go in. Don't see him out there yet, but there he comes. No, Number nine. Paxton Larson actually. Larson, uh, backup infielder, will be running. Again, situation where you know sometimes down run yeah. one, you might see sacrifice. Down two, you got to swing away. Yep. As Anderson will step in. Brennan is 0 for four. He's Man. one for 12 as the leadoff hitter for the Cougars in the series. Does have an RBI, and Anderson pops it up. Down the right field line, right fielder coming hard, and that ball is going to land in foul territory, just unable to get there. Yeah, the top of the order has really struggled, especially today, with between uh, Anderson, Schneeman, and Sue only getting the one hit on the day. But, hey, throw out the rest of the day, right? And this inning yep. is the one that matters. Forget what happened in the past. And Find a way. And if there's anyone who wants it more, it's, it's, it's yep. B. He had that tough couple of errors in that inning that cost a few runs, and he wants to be the guy to, to help bring his team back. So Anderson will step in against Connor Knutson. Runner at first base, and the pitch is outside. Anderson representing the tying run at the plate. Yep, get two guys on here, and things get real interesting. Just got to find a way, B, to get on base. Huge six holder playing double play up the middle. Roll over for a single yeah. right here. Playing on the lines, preventing any extra base hits. So, pitch to Anderson. That slider drops in for a strike, and uh, Brennan down in the count one and two. Brennan Anderson, the Cougar captain, second baseman, will step in with uh, Daniel Sneeman, the Cougar shortstop, on deck. And here's the one-two pitch, looper into left field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. And Larson will hold at second base, so the Cougars with a tying runs on first and second base here in the ninth inning. Yeah, breaking ball running away from him, but he was able to stay on that and and hit a nice little looper over short. Big-time single there by Brennan. I thought Paxton was going to try to go to third, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> he looked like he was going to. We're down two. Your run doesn't matter. Now Sneeman. Now, interesting. Sneeman really in a slump. Had a base hit his last time up. Do you think about bunning here? Do you think yeah. about push bunning here? Do you, I, I think all sorts of things I really you could do. do. I really do think Coach is going to make him bunt here. Trying and you give put Sue the and Brock runs on. Yeah. a chance to uh, tie it up. Sneeman steps in, third baseman about even with the bag, first baseman in also. And here's the pitch to Sneeman, pops it up, catcher, the pitcher makes the play, and there's a ball, gets away, and now the ball 
Get back to the bag. Now the, I don't know. Larson is going to be thrown out at third base. That's an interference That's call. Interference. That's interference. That is an interference call that they've got to make. Larson tripped over the shortstop. It's interference. And that uh, should be an easy call. He should get third base. I would think that uh, Anderson would have to go back to first base as the center fielder picked it up. Larson tripped over the third baseman, got up, kind of looked at the umpire, and yeah. then just kind of jogged over to third base where he was thrown out. Well, first Mike Littlewood talking to the umpire. Paxton, once Paxton falls down there, he, he can't keep going to third. He has right. to go back to second. And the umpire, is, he's not going to overchange this. Well, he's got to get a little help. And he is called out. That's wow. so bad. That is so bad. But, again, Larson, just a base running error there, too. Yeah, what is he doing? It, it, he, he needs to make to sure the umpire has made the call. Yeah, exactly. Two men out. What a break for Portland there as Brian Sue steps in and the Cougars. And, again, another non-situation yep. where you don't execute. Schneeman pops the bun up. Well, two mistakes there on the yeah. pop-up bunt and then, and then the base running blunder there by Larson. I would like to know what the explanation is because normally when a defender gets in any kind of a position to get in the way of a runner, it is interference. It is. That's awful. He has to make a signal, at least that it's a a clear with a safe, no, it's good, or, hey, interference, interference. And he didn't make any signal. So the the base runner had no idea. So Larson has got to go back to second base just to make sure. Instead, he just kind of jogged to third where he was tagged out. And Brian Sue now steps in. 1-1 one, one count on Sue. He's the potential game-tying run. So, wow, what a change of events. Cougars first and second. Nobody out now. Just a runner at second with two men out. Sneeman's bun attempt was horrible. Popped it up right to the pitcher. As Sue steps in, a ball and a strike. Here's the pitch. That's outside for ball two. I'm just speechless right now. Yeah, Unbelievable. Was, uh, you talk about two things that you could never believe would happen in the same play, and we just saw it right there. I'd be interested in knowing on that interference call. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever I been involved you get in anywhere near a interfere with a runner there's a ground ball this could be it onto the shortstop throw to first and portland beats the cougars here eight to six no post game today and uh, Tuckett, boy just a tough game just a and a terrible ending the cougars really had a chance here in the ninth yeah tough 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 you have a situation you don't execute you pop a bun up, you run yourself off the bases, and, and that's how you lose. Just simply simply put, you walk nine guys, and you don't run the bases and get butts down, and you lose. That's It's frustrating. You played way too well offensively in this game to have it end the way it did. It's just very frustrating. But, right, hey, Tuck. got a big, uh, big big game coming up on Tuesday. Got to get back down there. Tuesday up uh, down in Arizona. Appreciate you being with yep. us. We'll see you down in Tucson. All right, with that, we'll say so long from uh, Portland where the Cougars lose. 8-6 to, to the Pilots here in the third game of this series.